Blog Talk Radio. Use the 
bucks But back to the regular schedule program The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven At 11-11, emerge at the other end Of the meditation portals And elevated walk tools Even some abort tools any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. This is Noble Edge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill. Very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. Welcome, 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 welcome back for another night. It's an explosive presentation we have put together for tonight, all right? Shout out to all of my family on the East Coast, you know what I'm saying? In particular, my New York City family experiencing a very very wet evening, all right? So we definitely want to let everyone settle in, make yourselves comfortable. Uh, family, please do us a favor and post the links to tonight's episode. You can tweet it, put it on your Facebook, Instagram it, whatever you got to do, get the word out. Let them know that we are here tonight, KTL Radio. We have the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Queen of Fua, all right, alongside our brother, your brother, Brother Polite, the young phenom. So this is going to be a monumental presentation, first of its kind, nothing ever done like this, uh, you know. Let me pay the bills early, y'all, you know what I'm saying, let me get these things out the way so we can definitely settle settle ourselves in and prepare this monumental event. Alright family, be back in a second. From times of lore, ancients believed gold aided in prolonged lifespans and cured many diseases. It is proven to enhance mental astuteness and sharpen intuition. Gold aids in optimal bodily function and increases electrical conductivity and cellular electrical impulses. Gold can balance energy fields and is beneficial for opening and balancing the crown, heart chakra, and the third eye. One of the main benefits from an active third eye, or pineal gland, is the ability to have lucid dreams. This elixir of life is now available in two ounces for an amazing low price of $49.99. Our bodies are our temples, and Soul Gold Liquid Drops is essential to our transformation. Order now. Go to www.soulgoldbiz.com today. Okay, I noticed that the uh, was kind of skipping, so I'm going to definitely ask the family in the chat. I'll be able to ask my co-host in a minute whether or not I'm coming through as clear as I perceive to be. All right? So call up from the 347-650. Peace. Skipping like Skip to my Lou. That's your new name. Skip to my Blue. 
Oh, for real? Yeah, skip to my blue. You skipping a little bit. You double dribbling. Double, double dribbling? All right, dribbling. give me a second. I'm going to call on the line. You heard? All right. I'll talk to Yeah. Peace to the family. Peace to you and yours. You know what I mean? Uh, welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You already know what it is. This is your co-host, the brother Red Pill. Um, you know, one half of the Twin Pillars. Shout out to my my brother, the brother Blue Pill, and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. All right. Hopefully, everybody is joining us in full health, both physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and most of all, financially. And um, definitely, welcome back to another monumental episode. This one is. Sure to be a bona fide classic. You already know why. Just look at the list about who is coming on tonight. This will be one of the first times that we feature uh, such a dynamic duo. Our brother Polite and our mother, Queen of Four, the Umi, you know what I'm saying, coming through to uh, bestow some healing upon the family. All right? And once again, I've shared this on a previous episode about a few weeks ago, I shared with the family that I was uh, here to bear personal testimony about the powers, the healing powers, and the uh, efficiency of the work the Queen of Four is doing because she personally stepped in and intervened and did a, did an awesome, awesome job, you know what I mean, an awesome session with me dealing with um, some healing work and some detox work and things of that nature. So, you know, this is not speculation. This is actually testimony. This is a testimonial. So the family that's in New York, yeah, yeah, word. So the family that's in New York, and then being that you're in New York, Brother Blue, I um, encourage you to take advantage of the fact that you're in such close proximity to Queen of Four, and her healing temple, you know what I mean? Also, her son, Brother Ali, I know that he is um, doing his uh, weight trainer, his weight, yeah, the, he's doing his weight, weight, weight training, training thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know how you like to get your workout on in the summer months. So uh, definitely yeah. Yeah, I'm back uh, in the building. that. I'm going to holler at him, you know what I'm saying, and um, mm-hmm. definitely fall into routine, so... And, I, you know, I want to go see the queen as well. She's not too far away. Just getting situated. Just got back to the city. Uh, shout out to my, my New York family. Definitely feels wonderful to be home. You know, regardless of where you travel, where you go, you know what I'm saying, home is always home base. So back in the city. That's what they say. Huh? That's what they say, yeah. They say, yeah, they say home is where the heart is, you know what I'm saying? Some people, um, you know, change, we understand change, you know what I'm saying? Change is, is a constant, change is needed. I implore everyone to travel, to get out, you know what I'm saying? And definitely relocate and, and, and you know, spread your information, spread their gospel, you know what I'm saying? Do what it is that you do. Just get more familiar with your surroundings, which is the world. But, you know, when you need to recharge, always feel free, you know, to come back to home. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that is 
can't come back home. Some people can't, you know. Oh, yeah. Some people can't come back home, so take advantage. You, you know what I heard that when I was back home? Yeah. Fire out, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would never hear that. Sure. Did you make sure yeah. you... <laughs> Nigga, did you double check with the airlines if you could come back home? I'm see, I'm in the building. You know, that seven heaven is on deck, family. Oh Lord, please, thank God. You know what I mean? Hopefully, New York is listening. You know what I'm saying? And they could take me off of the hit list because I was definitely yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. I was on, yeah, they had me on the hit list. Man. Along with, uh, along with other lists that I can't even talk about over the air, but it was really peed off for the simple fact that, um, you know, I wasn't supplying them their fix, you know what I mean? Because you know that seven heaven, that's, that's that's right there in the fiend category, you know what I mean? They might, need, they might need to open up a different ward at Kings County Hospital for people going through seven heaven withdrawal, you know? Yeah. Cold turkey. Some symptoms of cold turkey. Yeah, they said it's raining. Um, it's raining in Miami. Yeah, uh, it was a cloud. You know, it passed through. What's going on out there, though? Oh, no, it's raining hard body out here. I heard people give us putting melancholy. I'm reading all these melancholy, melancholy type. Uh, statuses on Facebook. I'm like, you know. But let me explain something. I want to share with the family. I want to share with the family because it, yeah, melancholy, popping mollies, it helped me today, you know, to rebound. And that is when I was on my flight headed in, coming from Houston. Shout out to my Houston family. Shout out to my Texas family. Stand up, like I said. We will be in the building on June 22nd on that fo tipping on fo-fos out in Houston. All right, we're going to be doing a lecture termed, what the hell are they putting in my hip-hop? All right, that's going to be at Kepler's Bookstore. I have to get the information out of my phone, so before we commence tonight's episode, I'll put that out. Fly will be, okay. be up in a second. Um, we're going to have an after party as well at a venue called the Firehouse out in Houston. Okay. Texas family, all right, June 22nd, we'll be going down. We will be in the building. Yeah. So come through for that monumental lecture, all right, and big, big monument things to come, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in Houston, like I said. Texas does it B.I.G., so you already know, you know what I'm saying, we can't, we can't uh, step to the plate with anything less than that. So big things are going for the Texas family. We have some more announcements to make. I think we'll be making them uh, when we're joined by one of tonight's guests. So that being said, uh, I was flying back, and we was going through some turbulent weather, you know what I'm saying, playing got kind of, shaky and rocky, clouds was all thick. You know, it was looking real dreary. You was looking down on the ground and it just looked it like a very, very, very dead scene. But I ignored it. I didn't want to get pulled into 
that mind state went to my mind. So I'm like, look, hold on one second, all right? Uh huh. Give me a second, all right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, in this small time of uh, while the brother yeah. Blue is handling. Okay. Hold on, you ain't gonna get that one in. Okay. So I go back to reading my book, right? I'm reading my book, painting no mind. Next second, you know, in the glimpse in the side of my eye, I caught a glimpse of what was going on outside, and I saw the most glorious of suns. It was just shining dumb bright. You feel me? And I'm like, yeah. that's a perfect analogy. Like, if you are going through something that is dark, murky cold, desolate, you know what I'm saying? Understand that wherever you are, whatever you're going through, you know what I'm saying, the sun is always shining bright, okay? That light source, that energy is always available. Irregardless, you just have to get your head out the clouds. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, I wanted to share that with the family. So when I saw the weather today, you know what I'm saying, and I seen the water, of course, first of all, I'm not scared of getting wet. I'm a water sign. I understand that water is teeming with life. Water is what officially makes us extraterrestrials because it's not native to this planet. So anytime that I see it raining, I have a different understanding altogether. That's a cleansing. So, you know, New York is going through some, uh, some thorough cleansing, some rinsing. Yeah, they need that. And they need that. I said it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, shout out shout out to the Philly family as well. They got the uh, Doomsday Festival. Shout out Sunday, to the Doomsday. Yeah, shout out to the family, Black and Nobel. Shout out to all of the family out there in Philly. I will see y'all okay. on Sunday. Building. Shout out to my ATL family, KT the Arc degree. I believe Rod Cool is down there now as well. Coach Kyer, monumental show on Tuesday. Shout out to everyone to join us for that. No doubt. Oh yeah, that was a powerful show. I was getting calls um, and emails and texts. After that show, a lot of people were pleased with the uh, direction of the show and the information that was being disseminated, you know. And um, I just want to say salute to everybody that was uh, joined us on that show and also the ones who have downloaded that show and um, especially the family that um, hollered at us, you know what I'm saying. And you already know, special shout-out to my brother, Brother G, you know what I mean, called in at the end. Completely oh, shut things down. Yeah. 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 So big, big things are going on, family. Real talk. I um, had, you know, just some life-changing experiences earlier, so I'm still in a zone from, from some wonderful, wonderful confirmations that came through. You know, and just the the beautifulness of life, you know what I'm saying, just walking on that path and really running right into the things that, you know, that you need that are there for you, 
You know what I'm saying? That spirit force, that magnificent, magnificent spirit force that is called by many different names, you know, none of which I'm going to get into right now. I'm just going to leave it at that. That force, you know what I'm saying, that source that we all that we all come from, you know what I'm saying, that we all shall return to when it starts presenting you consecutively and consistently with things that are necessary for you to take your life to the next level, your life which is your personal expression of this experience of being part of that, that source, that one, you know what I'm saying, how you express it unique unto yourself is your life's journey. You know, and there are many people that can relate to what I'm saying in regards to them, you know, thinking about something and dwelling on it and it appearing instantaneously at this point, you know, really getting that upgrade, not being stuck in thought, but letting thought come through and manifest. So for those that haven't, you know, even for those that have and want to experience, you know, my heightened experience, you know, what's been working for me is just dedication to routine. You know, really, really, really focusing on my breathing, really getting meditation time in, you know what I'm saying? And when that voice goes off in your head, really knowing when to listen, okay? And that takes discernment. Some people don't hear it, you know? Some people are in denial or not comfortable with the things that they hear and if, they, if they're not themselves ready for change or humble enough just to be obedient and know when you get that call, when you get that, that, that voice goes off, you know what I'm saying? When you get those directives, you are follow. But you have to know yourself to know where that voice is coming from. And I guess that's where certain people are at, and I understand that. You know what I'm saying? I do. And I had to experience it to really understand it. When you got so many voices going off at once, you're like, which one do I follow? You know? Then when you bump your head once or twice, you don't like the feeling of that, you're repulsive to pain, then you don't take chances, you don't take risks no more. And then you're susceptible to become a clone like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, beautiful, beautiful, wonderful things taking place. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really convinced that uh, the majority of it the majority of the uh the benefaction, you know what I'm saying, the wonderful things the uh universe conspiring to always see you in that place, you know what I'm saying, put you on that path, I think is a direct reflection of the good works that are done on Odalize Radio. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I'm gonna repeat your sentiments, I can't go to any airport without running into someone that not only listens to the program but has a life-altering story related to the program. And these things, family, are constant reminders and reaffirmations to remain humble and to remain on the path and know, you know, that the work that is being done has reverberations in this universe. It's connecting. It's changing people's lives, you know. But at the same time, because you know that responsibility that you have, you have to be very, very, very humble, okay? Mm-hmm. You have to be very humble, you know what I'm saying? 
It's nothing to gloat about. It's not anything to abuse, you know. And I, I, I suppose, you know, these things as well come with time. These are lessons that people learn by going through things that are life-affirming to them. And they bounce back and they're like, okay, you know, I'm not going to do that again because this is the result. You know, some people, mm-hmm. I would guess they never come to that conclusion, you know. Others do. Others are instantaneous. Some people come into it with that and have a firm understanding and they're passed up the trees just a little bit quicker. You know, they ascend. So, with all that being said, you know, I definitely want to uh, leave the flow open, open to you if you have anything to add on. But we can use that moment to beautifully segue into our first guest tonight. Um, yeah, we could do that. I'll, I'll touch on some stuff that I wanted to touch on uh, during the show, you know? It's all gravy. Yes. All right, family, KT the Arc Degree wants to also put out a uh, a directive to those in the know, you know what I'm saying, and those who know when to move when, you know, he says it's time to move on this. He will be back to do another decoding of a movie that he feels is monumental and is paramount that we catch this flick. And the flick that he's talking about is After Earth. So KT the Arc Degree will be back, I believe this Tuesday, doing the After Earth Decoded. He said yeah, it's essential. Yes. Every melanated, carbonated man, especially those who are fathers, you know what I'm saying, all role models. Aspiring yeah. fathers, it's important that you go and see that film and be in the building on Tuesday when he does his, you know, his decoding, what he do. Yeah, because nobody's talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about it on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think Wesley Muhammad brought that up one day this week that everybody was talking about the Django. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has something to say about the Django. Everybody was telling us, you know, to go ahead and spend our hard-earned money to go support the Django, which happened to be Quentin Tarantino's and in in another corporation's, you know, movie. Not to say that any of these movies are quote-unquote indigenously or Moorishly or black-owned, but at the end of the day, when you have a movie with a brother, Will Smith, bringing on his biological son, and then he's depicting in the movie the image of a strong father, something that is highly, and I, I go on record by saying that that is not respected in our community, not one bit. It is not honored. It is not respected, okay? And I'm not. I'm not even about to get into uh, the politics about why it's not, you know what I'm saying? I don't even want to wrap my my mind around why it is, why why we don't get celebrated and why we're not appreciated, you know what I'm saying, the way that we are. And I have proof. I have current proof, you know what I'm saying? I have proof. 
and it even hurts my heart to talk about it, the, the, the ignorance and the negativity and some of the demonic, the things that Polite talked about, that devilish shit that, um, you know, like if you have a, a woman that you're with and she tells her friends who happen to be goddesses that she's pregnant. Now, if you respect the man, if you respect the father, you wouldn't tell the sister to get rid of the child on numerous occasions. And no white man came and did that. This is this is these are women. These are other people that look just like you in your community to promote shit like that. You know what I mean? And 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 if 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 I've experienced it, I can imagine, you know, the devilishness that goes on at all times. You know what I'm saying? At all times and and all over the place. You know what I mean? So yeah, it needs to be talked about. I, I hope he does come and blow the lid off. And, and um, explain what that movie was signifying, amongst other things. You dig what I'm saying? Because this, this, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. You know what I mean? The shit flopped at the box office. Nobody wanted to go see yeah. it. You know what I mean? I, I've heard sayings that they said that if he had Caucasians more prominently featured in the movie, that it would have did better. You know what I mean? If he was a magical Negro, that it would have did better versus him trying to big up him and his son. That just is just not something. You know, if he put a if he put a damn dress on, if he was cooning a little bit more, then that might have did. That might have cracked forty million or fifty million at the box office. But because this man is on Earth, him and his son dealing with the wildlife. I didn't even see them. I didn't see the whole movie, so I can't speak about it. I'm going to go make sure this weekend that I check everything out. But from what I saw, you know, it's a shame that they didn't support that. But it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not surprised at nothing, at, at anything at this point. There's nothing that, that catches me off guard because I thought that I saw it all and I thought that I heard it all, but these Negroes out here, you know what I'm saying, uh, really, really beginning to show me something totally different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so it is what it is. Big up, KT, the arts degree. I look forward to that show, and I will do my best. You know, body, you will do. Yeah, you already know what it is. We're going to get it in. Yeah. Yes, indeed, family. So with no further ado, Definitely want to get in tonight's episode. I want to get that underway. So we present to you the first guest of tonight's dynamic dual pairing, right? This brother, you know this brother for his frequent appearances on KTL Radio. He is the author of over 70-plus books. Fluent in seven plus languages? A former Crip Superior? Sound like King Sound right. <laughs> the uh head crown of the new covenant movement, right? We present are you on your um computer by any chance, Red? Hello? Can't hear you. Say it again. I said, are you near a computer by any chance? Yes, sir. 
can you go into the studio and um, open up Brother Polite's line? I got that spinning ball. My screen is acting a fool right now. All right. Indeed, let me see if I could at least read the description for tonight's episode. New Covenant Circle of Wellness Detox featuring Queen of Fua and Brother Polite. Okay? Know the Ledge Radio presents another monumental presentation. A cleansing... Hold on. Let me do it. Yeah. Hmm? A cleansing as a collective represents the erection of a subtle, organized energy field produced by members of our community. Every food has a corresponding frequency. Therefore, if we eat and cleanse the same way, we can properly attune ourselves and restore harmony and grace back into our community. Learn about the choice foods and herbs that will put us all on the same high clairvoyant frequency. Tonight's episode will feature Brother Polite and New Covenant's newest member, Queen Afua. So with no further ado, family, we present to you caller from 
<laughs> Sooner or later, it's going to be. It's like, yo, that nigga got light-skinned people down with him. It's going to be white people on board soon. But I was like, come on, man, snap out of that. Like, it's not about... We don't do the color thing over here, you know what I mean? He's been doing his thing. You know, if that's, if, that, if that's what you're taking as success, then, you know, you need a little more lecture. <laughs> but, you know, I, that's just, I, I, you know, that's the streets. The streets talk to me, and I talk back to the to the family and let them know what they say, but they said you was on the right path. <laughs> All right. You're on the right path. You know. That's what you're doing. Keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing your thing. I'm out here in uh, Miami right now. You know, I, I've been I've been making my rounds out here. You know, doing what yeah. I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? It seems that people out here have been out here and not doing what they're supposed to do. So, you know, you gotta come and do the work. And a lot of people are that. saying your name. A lot of people are saying your name. A lot of people. Uh, you know, I don't know if you ever been to Miami, but I'm sure that they mm-hmm. want to see you out here because they're talking about you. You know what I'm saying? They're asking questions about you, you know, and they're very excited about what is being done. Wow. <laughs> you know, I've been there before, but <clears throat> class-wise, I'm looking for my next trip to Florida to be actually in Miami. I was there about a month and a half ago, for almost a month, and I was in the Orlando area, and I did a couple private lectures as well as public venues, and it was Phenomenal. It's real good. And as always, you know, people fly into town and travel. And uh, for whatever reason, everywhere I go, it's so weird. More people flying in from town than the immediate area. But then I fly and I go and do something at a different town. And then those people whose area I just left, they're the ones flying into that area. So we, um, we got to get us together on a frequency level. And I'm happy to see that the lectures are encouraging people to travel because for the grand opening that we're going to have in Chicago, give them a chance. the grand opening we're going to have in Chicago is going to be powerful. I was building with Brother Delbert Blair today because he's also, we have the schedule set because I told my brothers and sisters that my intention is to <clears throat> erect the conscious community everywhere I go. And that's not to take away from anybody who's already doing work in any city or state that they're already in. Uh, I'm not undermining or overlooking anybody on purpose or intentionally uh, as far as my mission is concerned because, you know, I'm a promoter slash teacher. You know, as far as my mission is concerned, and the reason why I got involved with promotion was to see to it that we get more uh, the people to raise their cognition more about the matters that we as a collective bring up as teachers slash students. So rather than complain, and say, man, how come people ain't bringing this one in? I come to the realization that the main reason there isn't a conscious community, quite like what we got going on in New York, and that was kind of on decline when I was coming in too, you know, um, because there was a lot of beef when I came into the community. A lot of people were arguing, and um, when I came into arguments, you know, I came into people's lectures, and they was uh, discussing things about other people, and I was a bit discouraged when I came in, and I decided that, you know what, I, I want to participate and see, you know, what, what, where I can get involved. And I knew inevitably that that would come with uh, backlash and uh, speculation, you know, what is my motive? Because, you know, that's how we are. You know, I just had a conversation with our head caseworker, LaJuan Avram, uh, our head of the Crown Supreme Grand Ambassador and head caseworker of our community. And he said, you're polite. 
you know, you told me something from day one, and I find it real interesting because I've seen it come to pass. He said, you know, people will call us and ask us if what we're doing is legal. And he said, you know, who does something illegal that openly, he said, you know, uh, by the way, uh, these services are definitely illegal, so just uh, be on the lookout after you pay for this paperwork, right? So he said, you know, it's interesting that we we get so many questions, and it's okay. But uh, what we've learned from the mortgage situation is even more interesting because the way properties are being sold to our people, if they just asked a few questions, if they just knew what a RESPA was or R-E-S-P-A and a TILA or a T-I-L-A, if they just knew what these things were or a, a Bloomberg securitization audit, Okay, if they were just pointed into the direction of these things, they would realize that they are due a great deal of answers from the lender that makes them a borrower. Okay, if they just took the time out, okay, to understand what a MERS is and ask those questions, if they only knew or were pointed in the right direction, Many of us would not even be suffering from a foreclosure problem, and many of us will realize even after foreclosure, there's still remedy. And what we've been able to successfully do is undergo what's called an amelioration and restitution process. And at times, amelioration is synonymous with restitution. Today is not about real estate, unfortunately. I'm just bringing some of these points up to bring a, another point to everyone's attention. <clears throat> There's there's a lot more questions that we should be asking white folks and who are traditionally the ones that are behind the loans, okay? Um, you know, I don't play the racist card, but what I do realize is there's a lot of questions black folks ask black folks, and these are the same people who don't ask enough questions when they get in services from white folks that in turn cause their whole life to be turned upside down. I'm talking from student loans. I'm talking from mortgages. I'm talking from car notes, okay? There's and they, they hold it against you. Oh, yeah. They hold, and they now hold you get to you. me, and you ask me all the questions. <laughs> when you get to me, you want to make sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, was you this diligent when you got the student loan? Was you this diligent when you got the car note? And were you this diligent when you got the mortgage or the loan extended to you? I'm sure no one would even grant you the time or opportunity to answer these questions like I do. You see what I'm saying? Because I answer them. And people say, yo, polite, man, you're giving them too much energy, man. Don't do not do that. They don't do that for nobody else. And I say, I understand the sickness. So I'm going to answer all these questions because I'm long-winded. And I love the conversation because after all, I write. So after I get enough of the right type of questions, then I know what to write. Like people all the time ask, when we get the stats correction, it's going to mess up my Section 8. Some people whisper to you, is this going to fuck me up on the welfare? You know what I'm saying? Like people say stuff to me. And then I start realizing, you know what, then I need to write about that. You know, so we can we can make it clear that it's not gonna mess up your section eight or your welfare or your Medicaid or your military uh occupation. You know, these are common questions. So if we don't answer people's questions, we can't limit the questions that people ask. You know, we gotta answer them and then we find out how to put them on media where people where we can saturate the media with these answers and we can get going. So for the grand opening, I have a publication coming out called Paper Terrorism, which works as the follow-up to kill them with paperwork, defend yourself here at a template. And in that particular publication, I expound on uh, vaccine exemptions, but I take it another step further. 
okay, and implicate anybody that's coercing the parents to have to get vaccines for their children. I go a whole lot further, okay, and I got the templates in there that people can just simply print out or retype by the same design I have it in. I tell you where to mail things out. I tell you who to serve it to, starting from the principal, okay, and why you have the right to do it. Uh, as far as defending yourself, most people don't know how to communicate with the judge, so I make sure that we can go, we, we, we tell you to make three sets of copies, okay? We'll let you know uh, definitely you're going to be serving the prosecution You want and where to go to get the address, and definitely if you want to communicate something to the judge, send it to the clerk, and why? Because no matter whether or not you have a lawyer, and a lawyer is not, let's talk about a lawyer real quick, a lawyer and an attorney. Let's think about it. A lawyer doesn't even have the right to give you legal advice. If you if you look it up online, just look it up. A lawyer doesn't even have the advice to give you the pardon me, doesn't even have the right to give you legal advice. An attorney does. A lawyer doesn't. But most people hire a lawyer when they got a problem legally. You know what I'm saying? And then the attorney is has suffixed to his name ESQ, which is Esquire or Escudo or Scudo, Latin for shield, because he can defend you up until the point he might be compromising the integrity of the judicial system as it relates to the judge and everybody else affiliated with him that's trying to bring you down. If he has to implicate the judge or identify something as a conspiracy or foul play, he has to now protect the king, because all of this is under the British guild, okay? The Bar Association is linked to them. So at this point, he's compromised. But if he doesn't have to compromise the integrity of their staff, okay, then he can he can definitely defend you. So I'm not going to tell you that you can't win. Sometimes you can win, but this is what you're up against. But these are things we need to know, the questions we never ask. And this is going to lead me into the food thing, the questions we never ask. And then by the time you get to us, you're overwhelmed with uh, questions that you want to ask because you've been abused already. And this is why I don't fault people for asking their questions. What I do fault them for is their speculations on who's an agent because most times when you, I found out, when people find out how proficient I am at the information that I teach, this nigga must be trained. He sounds like a puppet, you know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hold on. Are we still doing this? If you know how to speak with four or five-syllable words, you're talking white? You know, is, is this what we're doing? Or can we just give credit to someone who's going to make sure they understand the game that's being played? Why should I speak any less or be any less proficient at something to the aid and to the ego of someone who's not working as hard to make themselves proficient. You know, are we still looking at the child that's in class that has to answer three times in a row? Are we still giving him the bully look and saying, yo, put your hand down on the fourth time? You're making everybody look bad out here. You know what I'm saying? Are we still doing this? You know, we're in a conscious community, and we're actually faulting people for getting better at their craft. This has to stop. So I go back into it, and I say, man, you look at a lawyer, you look at the attorney, you hire the lawyer for legal advice. You go online anywhere and say, does a lawyer have the right? Oh, you know what? Just type in what is the difference between a lawyer and an attorney. And you'll find the number one difference is the lawyer is not legally able to give you advice. And the number one person that people ask for legal advice in, that their education doesn't take them there, is the lawyer. No one ever says attorney. And they tell you they're pretty much one and the same. They're the same thing. So these are the little things. We start with these little things in our community to say, hold on, 
this is what you need to know first. These things will save you time, save you money, and save you energy if you just will point it in the right direction. Everything that you need to know about your property before you purchase it, you should check out your RESPA and your TILA. I'm going to leave the acronyms out there, R-E-S-P-A, T-I-L-A. We give you information. You look it up. You say, man, thanks, fam. I didn't even realize that there was such an intense obligation so intense that even if your property was to foreclose upon, because I can confirm that over 90-plus percent of the properties we have to take on in any kind of case was done illegally because almost every single foreclosure, let me do it like this, almost every single property sell was illegal. Oh, I don't know if you're going to say illegal. Let's, let's be more accurate. Every time a property purportedly is sold, okay, by a bank, it wasn't truly sold. You've been making payments true. But based on the chain of custody, based on the chain of paperwork, based on securitization laws, they haven't actually conducted a true sale. This is a fact. So that's why we're able to get restitution for the people who even in the case of foreclosure, post-foreclosure, are able to get their properties back. Because it's in the writing that they're supposed to give you, that you're supposed to ask for, but you asked me after they took your shit. And you talk to me like I might be up to something. And I'm saying, stop this. We give you more than these people ever gave you from day one. I'm giving you what they never gave you. And I tell you, by the acronyms, I tell you by the words, I tell you where to go to look it up. So I say, man, how do I give you the five-way tours? I don't charge you $2,000. I say, man, have your wife eat. Six to eight black mission figs for at least a week, and they will shrink. Now, that shit don't cost you no money. Someone say, man, brother, play, I need some alkaline water. I say that you can do it a number of ways. Cut half of a key lime, not a, not a big lime with seeds. Cut half of a key lime and squeeze it per gallon of water, and you will boost the alkalinity of the water by at least one to one and a half in pH, but it will definitely turn alkaline. Now, I didn't charge you $1,500 for a Cajun water machine. I gave you half of a key lime. And the Cajun water people are getting at me online, mad as hell. And I'm like, yo, homie, just buy the goddamn key limes and create your own machine or something, man. Because this, don't get mad at me because I'm giving people the key lime that is $5 a bag or less, the original lime that has actual seeds in it, and letting them know if you ain't got the 1500 or $2,000, you know what? You might want to get you a key lime. And just squeeze the damn thing per gallon, and you got alkaline water. But if you want to go a step further, filter the water. If you're on a budget, filter the water. Get you some pink, black, and red salt, okay? Black volcanic salt, uh, red Himalayan, uh, pardon me, red Hawaiian salt, black volcanic salt, and pink Himalayan sea salt. You combine the three. Throw cayenne pepper in the water as well as cut half a key lime in it and leave it in a glass jar submerged halfway into the ground when sun is out at its zenith. Leave it there for about an hour. You have solarized water that will diffuse cancer cells, solarized, solarized water that will diffuse fibroids, solarized, solarized water that will tear away at fatty cells because of the bromine gases that are secreted when the sun impacts sand or dirt. You see, this is some original methodologies that were conveyed to us in ancient times. We got stuck or stupid on the pyramids when none of the pyramid supplies. There was other things Cass was doing back there that we can have access to today. 
why on earth do we keep teaching about the things that's a little bit harder to come by? It's beyond me. But there's some things that they had back then that we have today that are easy access, that are affordable, that will change our destiny. And these are things that we have to discuss. Those things don't cost money. But then for the things that do cost money, the only reason I charge is so I can create a situation for other people to be employed to provide services because when the white man charges you for services, nobody is mad. And when black people charge you for services, just because I'm conscious, I'm supposed to give it away for free. Now, this doesn't yep. make sense because when I die, if I were to die right now, Who's going to turn around and give my wives and children something? They say, that nigga took on too much wives if you ask me. So, but y'all wouldn't even take care of one. Y'all wouldn't even take, well, he made too much babies if you ask me. This is what we do. So we're going to let our, our, our greatest teachers, when I brought this up at the debate, people tried their best who are evil to make it sound like I was knocking Dr. Ben when even one of his greatest students ever, and one of the greatest teachers ever, Ashwell Crazy, would tell you, I don't want to wind up like him. Y'all not going to do me like him, my teacher. I get this from his student, and I say this in total humility, that if I, as a young brother who aspires to be a teacher, have to use teachers like Khaled Muhammad and Dr. Ben as my barometer for how my community will treat me because of the pearls of wisdom I give them in my older age or in my expiration, then what you are telling me to do is become a rapper. I have better arts of being taken care of by my community because the hip-hop community will buy your CD. They'll download the shit off of iTunes, pay for your single. They make you rich and they make you famous. Of course, everything is in peach over there. But what I'm telling you is this. If I had to use Dr. Ben, who's in a nursing home, as my barometer for whether or not I want to teach a people that will constantly, constantly regurgitate and recite Excerpts from out of my books who will recite things that I said at live lectures, who when they're mad at other teachers, they say, man, you need to read Dr. Baker. We do it all the time. Here. Yo, you need to read this book by Francis Cross Wilson. You need to read that book. You don't know what you're talking about. The people that do this all the time do not even take care of the very people they quote. So at this yeah. point in time, I'm like, you are not going to make me uh, in my legacy, in debt, in my legacy, Impoverished. Now, this is not a shot at nobody, just like when I talked about uh, the, one of the greatest teachers ever in our community, uh, Dr. Khalid Muhammad. When I talk about him, I say, I love him. He's one of the most articulate speakers we've ever had, one of the most boldest and bravest in, as far as oration is concerned. And I ain't talking about the fanatics. And I ain't talking about the uh, conspiracy theories. I ain't talking about the speculations. I ain't talking about his hatred or his anger or his malice against any other race. I'm talking about his ability to be, on, be in any forum and be challenged on his views and stand on his square and represent what he believes in. He was one of the best that ever did it. And whether I agree with him or not, I can confess he was one of the greatest that ever reflected how to stand as a black man stronger than his convictions. And for that, he has made me great. So I will never bring the man down. I will never try to diminish his character. But what I will say, it's not a shot at him, it's a shot at us as a community when we can sit here and we can watch when we raise our black power, black power fist. He might be 80% of the reason why many of us do it today, if not more. more probably 90% of us raise that black fist up when we say black power, probably because of Kali Muhammad. I ain't talking about the person that originally created I'm talking about why many of us today do it. It's probably because of Khalid Muhammad. 
Okay, why the main reason yep. most of us would say the white man is the devil is probably because Khalid Muhammad. While many of us wear red, black, and green, all black, boots, cargo pants, vests that look like we're going to snap grenades, it's probably because Khalid Muhammad. Probably the main reason yep. many of us want to go out and speak bold on Facebook and talk about banging on crackers is probably because Khalid Muhammad. And it's over 10,000 of those people, and if just 10,000 of those people took $5 out their pocket, once a week, $20 a month, in 10 months, we will have $2 million. Now, where's the black power fist at that point? When we ask the black power fist to open up and show us the money, they close the fist. And keep the shit angry. And I said, yo, hold on now. We only told them out $5. And I'm sure there's at least 10,000 people that love Dr. Ben that had $5 a week, every week, for just 10 months out their whole life. And then we can say, switch, get the next 10,000 people. Every 10 months is $2 million. You're going to tell me you don't have $5 for the man that you keep quoting? So this man is over there. They said, well, it's like, why don't you take them out? So they say polite. Why don't you? If you care that much, why don't you take them up? No, why don't, why don't you get them everything? Since you're so smart, and they say, hold on, you're trying to go for the easy way out. You see, I told you, economics and spirituality is one of the same. You know why? Because in order for us to be effective in this society today, we will have to come as a collective and pool our funds. So in order for us to pool our funds, we will have to be united. That's spiritual. You see, because when you can get people to take something like the dollar and say, you know, I'm willing to take a portion of mine, and you're willing to take a portion of yours, and they're willing to take a portion of theirs, that's spiritual. You miss the whole spiritual concept behind economics all the time. Every, as far as I'm concerned, every other race is more spiritual than black people. We're just knowledgeable in history and how we got our ass beat. We're better than every other race. And no race can fuck with us when it comes to breaking down how we got beat. Nobody can do it better than black people. We want that shit. But when it comes to putting our monies together, to be masters of our own destiny, we go back into the history books and we break down how we are going to be ineffective because the white man is so powerful that we can never pull our funds together and do something. So that's an excuse. Because for me, I say this. Let's put all our bread together. Let's build our community up. And when they come and we all have to die because we don't want what we work so hard for to be taken for, then we die. But let's get it, though. Let's not sit here and not get it. Because for all we know, this shit might be a story, man. For all we know, we might be that powerful. We just won't get washed up like that. For all we know, the extraterrestrials, the Anunnaki, the ancient Egyptians, Usar, Oset, Satuk, Set. Somebody might come down and say, man, they finally came together. That's all we was waiting for. I don't know. I'm not a spooky person. But shit, if I was your ancestor up there, I wouldn't do shit for you till you start doing something for yourself. I would not be here trying to come to your aid because of a certain date or when planets... Uh, tend to align and say, let's save those niggas who refuse to work with each other. Because all you want to do is bring that hell up there to heaven with us. That's all you want to do. So I would rather see yep. to it that you can organize on planet Earth. I want to see that you are so tired of being abused, so tired of being in poverty, so tired of lacking in resources that you found there was no other recourse of action to take but to work with each other as a collective. And in doing so, then it will warrant the behavior of someone or something outside of this planet to save you. But until brothers and sisters work with each other, why should anyone or anything come to your aid? You have to, you have to even come to your very own. This is the knowledge that we are conveying to our people. We don't tell you forget your history. We are aware of our history. 
we are aware of our history. We know where we at. We know who did what to us. We understand that. But God damn, I can't do another year of the cracker talk. I can't do it. I'm done. I can't do one more year Fire. of no production Fire. and all this crap. I, people are constantly on my Facebook page. Every time I, I look on my phone, I hear another alert. Man, these crackers. Yo, listen, anybody who's talking about don't remember what they did to us is a is an agent. Anybody, I'm like, yo, you hate black people that disagree with you more than you hate the very white people that you claim are the credit for your, your shortcomings. Listen, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. What I am against is a lack of productivity. And if anyone says, so what are you doing? I can always say, well, you know what? I'm coming out with my 80th, my 81st, and my 82nd book in a store that I'll open up. I got a knucklehead that's in Chicago constantly trying to talk about me. And whenever he needs to get some hits, he's a whore, and he uses my name so he can get extra hits because his name alone is only going to give him like 30, 40. So whenever he has to whore himself to get some hits, he uses my name. But guess what? In all the years. And all the years that that person has been in Chicago, I have only come to Chicago for only a year and four months, and I'm already erecting a store that can hold over 150 people at a time and another 150 people upstairs that we have access to, and he's been there for years, constantly complaining about the cracker. And he doesn't even have a place to organize the very people that he is trying to connect with. Now, I am not a knocker of someone who is trying. But when a man don't even live in your state and he could come and start erecting kingdoms in your state, because if you think it stops at the store, you're losing your mind. And the grand opening is June 23rd. If you think it stops there, you are losing your mind. Because I am wild enough to believe that I can put the whole nation on my back. So I'm crazy enough that I created my own language. And I said, man, I'm on a language fast. I ain't speaking no other languages now. I'll speak English for the sake of comprehension, but it's straight into our susu, the language of New Covenant, and it corresponds with the frequencies that corresponds with tones that corresponds with the planets. This is an absolute fact. Every planet vibrates on a certain frequency, okay? Every tone has a corresponding frequency, so much so that you can even come up with your cosmic name based on the tonal correspondence to the frequencies of the planets, because some of the planets and the star constellations share the same amount in terms of frequency as it relates to tone. So in that case and in that respect, our language is predicated upon using all the technology, Korean technology. So we say the word uh, growth as in the case of and we say the word growth, we want the word based on its tones to register as the color green and frequency, because green corresponds with growth. So we want the words that we use to be more accurate because the tones that we're using in English, as well as all these other languages that have been compromised, no longer impact you based on what the person is saying. It means one thing, it says another thing. This is absolutely true. If you go and do the research and understand... If you do your research, you'll understand in the 1600s, the London Missionary Society de-emphasized the tones in the English language. That's why you have words such as light, where the G-H is no longer pronounced. Do you think that they created the language where the G-H would not be pronounced? No, this is not true. In older English and more ancient English, before the London Missionary Society decided that we need to de-emphasize the tones 
in certain languages because these tones cause the brain to grow. It, it causes one's ex, uh, expansion of consciousness. It causes one's penile gland to be decalcified if it's on the verge of being calcified, okay? If you're not speaking tonal languages, your brain starts shrinking. Diseases start being produced because some diseases cannot exist upon the impact or resonant frequency of certain tones. And if you don't believe in that, you can do the research and you can find out that scientists are now using sounds to destroy cancer. You can look this up. This is not new technology, but the best technology is the human body. So if we were able to use the human body, we would have to spend all the money on technology because the human body can, pre- can create the very tones that will diffuse disease. So when we study the language as it was, just English in general, we will realize the detriment that it poses on us, the burdens that comes with a less than tonal language. Because when we look it up, the L-I-G-H-T, the G-H in ancient Hebrew, because it was also taken out of modern-day Hebrew. Modern-day Hebrew is compromised in contrast to ancient Hebrew. Modern Hebrew no longer has the G-H in it, which is one letter, which was denoted as a double helix. Okay, the G-H looks like a double helix in ancient Hebrew. No coincidence, it's one of the sounds that the baby makes when it first comes out. And it's caused by constricting of the throat, and it hits the palate, which is the uppermost part of the mouth, and which corresponds in a woman's body, it would be reminiscent to that of the vagina. And it has the same corrugation or the same grooves, and corrugation of grooves inside any part of the body means that that part of your body was designed to contract and to expand. The uppermost part of your mouth is very rarely used in the English language. But if you go into more tonal languages, you have to say tones like, oh, okay, or and when you have to use those tones, you can automatically feel the air and the contraction and the expansion of the uppermost part of the mouth called the hard palate. And that hard palate corresponds, the grooves cause the bones to resonate and vibrate in such a way that the organs will start shaking. And now there's a vibratory response that takes place because it corresponds with the appendix and it corresponds with the tonsils because the appendix and the tonsils, which they say the human body does not need, which is absurd. Why is it there? Every generation not needed. If the appendix and the tonsils are put into the body for the purposes of raising the vibratory frequencies of the human body. It helps the body raise its frequencies based on its vibrations. So when a person is speaking in tonal languages, it causes the bones to shake, and the message is thus conveyed to the organs, and the organs are designed to be played. So once the organs start vibrating, then you're playing the organs. Organs are designed to be played. So you have eardrums. Drums is what you beat. You have vocal cords. Cords are to be played. Okay? So you have heartbeats. And there you go again with the music talk again, all right? And then they say when you come to this world, you want to come to this world on a good note. You want to leave on a, on a good note. You want to leave this world on a bad note. So the human body is a percussion instrument, and one of the biggest organs of the human body is the skin, okay? And then now we're talking about membranophones, which is a form of a percussion instrument that emphasizes tones based on the specific stretching of the skin. So if I have a drum, the science of the drum is zoology, and botany, because the skin on top of the drum comes from an animal zoology, and the bark of the drum comes from a plant, which is uh, plant, you know, the plant kingdom or plantae kingdom. So now you have botany and you have zoology. You have the plant kingdom and you have the animal kingdom. And the stretch of the skin on top of the drum creates a specific tone that would not have been created had the skin not been stretched. This is why when you're talking to someone that's a bit overweight, 
you can hear it over the phone because you because stretch in their skin uh, creates a specific tonation. If you're talking to somebody that lifts weights, it sounds almost like they're straining. Yeah, oh, what up, sir? Yeah, I'll be getting it. Because the skin is stretching. It's membranophones, not just the skin on the outside, but the skin of their organs. Now, the organs are muscles. And the only way you can exercise the organs is through proper breathing. And breathing runs concurrent with the language that you speak. And in English, you only have one H. And in English, you have a K and a Q, and a K and a Q makes the same sound, which is where plus the CH makes the same sound at times. And it's like, why isn't the language consistent with the rules? And I'll tell you why, because it's an amalgamation of every other language. But I'll tell you why they're amalgamated, because they can't afford for humanity to raise their consciousness, because then we wouldn't fall for the little real estate tricks that we constantly go through. And we would know better than to eat the foods that we eat and say, man, it's just hard to eat good food because good food tastes bad. Good food tastes good. That's why it's called good food. So when you eat good food, you have to acknowledge it as good taste. And bad food can't taste good because it's called bad food. Therefore, bad food must taste bad. So when you tell your mind that good food tastes bad, that is a contradiction that you only accept because you are on a low frequency. There is no such thing as a good food tasting bad. That is how good tastes, hence the term good. So now we go back to the tones in the 1600s, the London Missionary Society de-emphasized the tones in the English language and will come across letters, combinations like G-H, which is no longer pronounced, which really should be pronounced which will help you raise your frequency. We have the word like Michael, which the C-H should represent Chet, as in the case of the ancient Hebrew language, Chet. And in both these tones, you hear that you have to use the hard palate. Now we're also going to what? We're going to the K and the Q. And if you go into Arabic, more especially in the case of Arabic Fusha, you'll, you'll hear what? The, the Q sounds like And the K sounds like So if you're looking at cuff or cough or you will understand that there's a difference. So the Quran wouldn't be the Quran. It would be the Quran, 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 Quran. But we'll say Quran. You know why? Because the language has been de-emphasized. All these languages have been invaded. They all added uh, nuktas or nikudim, which are called dots in Hebrew and Arabic. They all were compromised so people can start doing retarded things. This is true. They compromised the language to lower the frequency of the people. So you will have to rely on music exclusively to get the tones that you need to sustain yourself. People need music to keep themselves alive, but people used to be the very music that they're relying on now. Okay, and the music that we're listening to now, they sped it up. So it went from middle C to now A. And it's entirely too fast. It's not only throwing off the biorhythm of the human body, but also the biorhythm of the planet Earth, which exists on the eighth octave. So when you're looking at the males and you're looking at the females, you're looking at flats and you're looking at sharps. And the children that come into this world represent majors, which corresponds with the tone on. What does all this have to do with food? For food. <laughs> food vibrates on frequencies. That's what I said all this for. Foods also exist in tones. And whether you know that it exists or not, it, every food that you eat resonates inside the confines of your body. Every single food that you eat, every single word that you say, it resonates. And this, and because they have such a thing called bone conduction, and bone conduction means what? The, the human body doesn't hear because of your eardrum only. 
It's called the Incas, Malleus, and the Stapes. If you go into the middle ear, you start studying the inner ear, you get deep into it, and you realize there's these three bones called the Incas, Malleus, and Stapes that have to be impacted by the tones to shake in ways so the liquid that's suspended in the inner ear will now vibrate so the hairs, which are your antennas, will follow the specific vibratory reaction of the water and convey a message to the brain and says, He's saying yes, or he's saying no, or I don't understand. Okay, so your hairs are the antennas, but they have to be impacted by the water that is impacted by the tones that impacted the bones. So the only reason the human body can hear, the only reason people can hear, is because the bones have to be impacted by the frequency. And but that collision offsets a chain reaction that in turn leads to your comprehension of what's going on in the outer world. So... We understand this to be true because when women suffer from bone density problems, such as osteoporosis, we find that the very next thing to go after their bones have become so brittle is now dangerous. We learn that the very next thing that most women suffer from is bone conduction loss of hearing. All it is is that they're losing their hearing, but the main reason they're losing their hearing is because they're losing the density in their bones. The only way that you can understand the tones that come to you, the only way you can interpret tones is if the tones impact your bones. If you don't take care of your bones, you're not taking care of your hearing because the only reason that you can hear, okay, and they call it hearing so you can think about your ears and your drums, but the only reason you can interpret that which you hear, which is really you interpret and that which you feel, it's because of your bones. So if you don't take care of your bones, you lose your hearing. So they tell you drink plenty of milk. But what they don't tell you is, yes, you need calcium for the bones. But every calcium has to be accompanied by magnesium. For every one calcium, you have to have a magnesium. If you don't have magnesium, calcium will eat away at your bones and make it brittle. So as you drink all that milk, cow's milk, as you keep drinking all that cow's milk, guess what happens to you? After a while, your bones become less dense because every calcium isn't accompanied by a magnesium. You're just taking in calcium-enriched milk, and the calcium-enriched milk will take away from the density of your bones, which in turn will take away from your ability to feel what is being said to you, what they call hearing, and when that happens, things become less coherent, you become more confused, later you suffer from some form of psychosis or dementia or Alzheimer's, be that as it may. You wind up losing your mind because this world, believe it or not, is predicated upon the science of frequencies. Frequencies, if you're too low on frequency, you die, okay, or you lose your mind. And in order for you to have uh, a tooth, you have to, your brain has to be on uh, less than 72 megahertz in frequency according to the powering of the brain. If you had about 27 or 25, that's scientific death. If you're in your 50s, that's around candida. All the diseases have to exist below 75. This means you have to raise your brain to about 100 or more. The cell phone, the brain used to be on 900 megahertz. Now they have you reduced lower than a cell phone. Okay, and this is why when they build the planet too high and they build the buildings too high, they have you being, your thoughts being intercepted by radio signals, and now you're walking down the block and singing songs you didn't realize you were singing, but someone else is singing, you say, damn, I just had that song in my head, because that's hot 97 frequency going through your brain. That's the radio frequency going through your brain, because radio frequencies exist on the fourth 
dimension of planet Earth, which would be the fourth atmosphere, or the part of me, the fourth sphere, which would be the ionosphere, where they send radio signals. And because they built the Earth, the landscape, too high on purpose, you are subject to the radio signals, whereas you wouldn't have been if you were lower, but you are higher. So the extraterrestrials are you, because that's an additional thing on Terra, which is Earth coming from the stars. You're actually the extraterrestrial. The beings in the underworld are actually the real Earthlings. We're extraterrestrial because we're too high and too close to that fourth sphere where they send radio signals where it's easier to manipulate the mindset of people that do not even practice having a psychic self-defense. And one of the best forms of a psychic self-defense is to have the proper dietary regimen that corresponds with the physiology of the human body. So this is why we have the new covenant, Circle of Wellness Detox, because we have to find a way to tune people back into the right frequency because a frequency, okay, when it's encoded, it's called modulation. When you have to encode a frequency for it to be received or interpreted, it's called modulation. Okay, that's what FM stands for, frequency modulation. Okay, now the DNA is a modulator in itself. Okay, it modulates frequencies. Okay, and if the frequencies are encoded, it'll take it in as nourishment. Okay, but we are having an issue here in our community because we are suffering from the inability to be on the same exact frequency. And the reason why this is a problem is making us sick. Because if you're not around like-minded people, you will get sick. Because what happens is if you look at ice and you put ice in water, ice will melt faster in water, ice will melt faster in water in the fridge than it will melt fast in a pot that you're heating up. If you put ice in the right temperature water, it'll melt quicker than it would melt inside of a pot that you have the fire on all the way. We are getting sick because we are losing ourselves because people that are around us are not vibrating on similar frequencies. So it's causing us to go somewhere we don't want to go very fast. Now, you'll go outside and you'll say, man, it's hot out here. You know, it's 85 degrees. It's freaking hot, man. I can't take this. But then the body is 98.6 degrees. So how can 85 degrees be too hot? Something is going wrong. There's a disconnect with your ability to understand what's taking place. And, and this is cognitive dissonance. This is what it's called when you can't take heed to that which is true on account to your very own ignorance or your inability to uproot your ego. It's called cognitive dissonance. And this is what we're suffering from. So even when you bring truth to people and you look at the scriptures and you say, man, it don't say that there. This is what it really says. Look, this is the word that it comes from. People are cognitively dissident, so what they'll do, despite all the proof you bring to their attention, they'll still fight you right after. People can hear what I say all the time, and they'll still say, he's telling you to forget about your history. Never a day in my life did I ever tell any black people anything remotely crazy like that. But you know what? For whatever reason, whatever I, whatever the input is, when you hear the output, you'd be wondering, where did they get this from? Ain't nobody said that. Ain't nobody said that. But now we no longer frustrated. We understand the reason why we're having these issues. <clears throat> and you know this will be true. If you get around too much people that's ignorant, you start getting sick. It's just true. If people are on a, a they're listening to music that make you wonder, like, damn, how the hell do you listen to that and be satisfied? They're watching TV and you wonder, how the hell can you watch that and, and be satisfied? And just like you, they're watching you get conscious and reading your books and they go out their way, why are you reading that? You know, they see what you're eating. They say, why are you eating that? It's throwing off their they frequency and you can hear it in the music. When they talk about don't throw off my vibe and I can feel you from two planets away. I like some deep stuff that is going on inside of people's minds because their consciousness 
and speak it to them because the world is going crazy. And the only way we're going to put us back on the same plane of thought is to get us back on the same frequency. And when we get on the same frequency, we have no problems with currency because they use the word currency because it's all about electricity. They use words that are relative to energy. And how do you know this to be true? <laughs> it's because I can get locked up for assault and battery, but the battery has to do with energy, okay? And then they will charge me for a crime, and, and a battery gets charged, and they'll throw me in a cell, and the cell is a battery again. You understand? So we look and we say, man, they'll throw me the light body inside of a box that we traditionally will call a prism, but instead we call it a prison. This is absolutely true because when full-spectrum light is solidified, it's called melanin. So when full-spectrum light is solidified, it's called melanin. We're light bodies. If Going you in, B, listen. Light, <laughs> I'm listening. The uh, federal wiretapping program that they just exposed it, you know, all of a sudden they're putting all this press out against, I mean, about, you know, they're telling people, look, we got every one of your phone conversations tapped. You know, by the time you think about an idea, you know what I'm saying, we've already got it duplicated That's on right. our end. It's called Operation Prism. There you go. <laughs> Prism. People, at least three years ago, I was writing a script called Static. And Static was a movie based on um, the feds, right, waiting, sitting back, and one day when a certain alignment was coming up, right, they would work against them. They took people off by using um, one of the hacker groups. They was posing as one of the hacker groups, and they they launched a site where you could go to any site. You could go to site. You could go to that site and find out the catalog conversations of anyone on the planet that you know about. So you could read all of their emails and listen to all of their conversations, read all their Facebook inboxes. And when everyone found out what people really felt about them, because <laughs> the feds know all your secrets, all right? But they found out what really felt about them, then that reversed the pandemonium. It was the panic button that they pulled. So it's funny because then now people were living in their personal prisons, you know what I'm saying? Because they had to, you know, they got to live up to the shit that they was caught really saying how they really felt. So it's very interesting that they would come out with this program called PRISM, all right? And family, if you don't know about that program, especially with the smartphones and the uh, Androids and iPhones, you definitely need to look into that because your your telephone company, the person that you have contracted with and signed their terms and agreements, somewhere in those terms and agreements, according to the U.S. Patriot Act, those telephone telecommunication companies, right, or now, and they circumvented the law by saying we're not tapping telecom, we're tapping data, data, okay? So they changed the, the specification on what the compilation of data is, okay? So when Facebook stores your information and sells it abroad, they're not selling your telecommunications according to the law. They're selling your data, your data, okay, and it's compressed packets like they sell off these bonds. It's the same thing that they're now doing with your personal conversation, the energy that you emit via your connection with someone else or how you feel about someone else, which is still your intellectual property, okay? Yeah. So yeah. 
Go ahead. That's why Michael, that's why Bill Gates is a, the, the, was the richest man on the planet, because you had to come up with every idea. You had to use Microsoft War Office and Windows. Guess who, who learned about it? You know what I'm saying? The first person to learn about your idea before you got a chance to get on the phone and tell somebody else about mm-hmm. it is really new because they got the machines in place that also are tapping all of your phone calls. Right. Mm. So, <laughs> window yeah, in one way, and you can see out the next. You feel me? So, hey, you know, this, this might be a, a little left field, but still in tune. When you think about what Kanye West and Jay Z did for the Throne album and stayed in that castle, it's a sign of the times what we may have to do when we get ready to seriously build about her our next plans of action. You know, that's a sign of where technology has gone to the point where we might have to lock ourselves in a castle to produce our project just to get it off the ground. That was a sign of the times, man. It's so deep. It's so deep, man. You can see uh, where they are pioneering in certain ways and just revealing to you, uh, look what the world has taken us to, where we got to do an album in a castle and make sure no one leaves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look what the world is taking us to. Because right now, they damn near, well, actually it's true, the technology exists. <laughs> Just based on the tones going on in your room while you're working on Facebook, they can interpret what's going on in your household. They can interpret what was taking place in the household of the very person that was typing on Facebook. The technology does exist, man. And I'm not saying this to get people paranoid. I'm just saying, you know, at the end of the day, this company that you call a country is a business. So, shit, if you had the access to read the minds or to beat someone to it, I mean, there's plenty of times you must have had a conversation about something you would like to see and it turned into a movie. (laughs) You might have just thought, that's a coincidence. You know, there's times that you just had a little thought about something and you say, wow, they finally did it. I'm pleased. You may not even realize that they got it from you. Now, I can't walk around saying, man, they got that shit for me if I ain't got the proof. I ain't going to do that, and I ain't going to encourage you to do it, but I'm going to tell you, we live in a day and time where you should keep your ideas to yourself and work on them until you wait to see it manifest. So when people's like, yo, pull out, you got online banking and MasterCard, and, this, and sometimes members be like, yo, when the freak y'all did that? You could have gave us an update. I said, if I gave y'all an update. Who knows what kind of system they would have created for y'all, for y'all picture from us, and y'all be doing it. We just have to do the work. When it's done, we're going to tell y'all it's done. And now, boom, the service is open. That's how I move. I'm like, I don't want to tell people what I'm about to do. Because what if it don't work out? Then I lose credibility. Don't want to lose credibility, man. That's the last thing we want to lose in this day and time. So we just got to go hard. That's the day that we live in. We have to be on the same frequency. And what better way to get people on the same frequency? If every food has a corresponding frequency, what better way to properly align a whole community by getting them to eat the same food relatively on one accord as well as take in the same type of herbs on accord and then you will see we will stop a lot of the arguing because we will start thinking the same way. Now, you may not realize that thought is a form of food consumption, and food obviously is a form of consumption, okay? And 
<laughs> if you really took the time out to look at the world, look at your black conscious community. Look at the Hebrew Israelites. They all kind of look alike. Look at the nation of Islam. They all look like the type of people that would be nation of Islam. Just look at the people. You know, I used to go to Black Panther meetings, the new Black Panther uh, meeting, the new Black Panther party meetings, and I used to be there and be like, yo, what the hell is this? I would see a lot of relatively pitch black looking people looking like they're ready to put in work. But ultimately, even down to the lighter skinned ones, they all seem to look alike. And I used to be like, damn, I look at New Wapians and I say, man, y'all all seem to look alike, man. You know what I'm saying? So I start realizing that this food, okay, in the form of thought, and then the obvious, the conventional food, is molding our face. You go to certain people's communities, and you say, man, you look like you're from Brownsville, man. You look like you're from the stock. You know, you can go to another state, and they can smell New York. They can see New York all over you. You don't even have to have a fitted hat to have a Yankee yeah. sign. You be walking, yeah. and they'd be like, oh, you from New York? And you'd be looking at you like, yo, what kind of jersey I got on? Like, I thought I just had a button up on. Can't just know you've been in New York for a while. And you don't even have to open your mouth. I could bear witness you- to that. And I could bear witness to the fact that you could tell not just the borough, but the neighborhoods of the borough, even out of town. Like, I'm in Miami, and I could tell, like, I see groups of people on the beach walking and whatnot, and I know what part of New York they're from just based yeah. on their based on their, their phenotype and their walk and everything. Like, yeah. that shit is it's almost, it's real. you know what I mean? It's it, it, it comes naturally. It's a mold, and it's a frequency yeah. mold. It's, it's the culture that you're in. It's the way you wear your clothes. It's the food you eat and what time you eat it, what time your body got to digest it. After a while, it molds your face. It molds your body. And if you come out that close and you go into another one and someone see you two years later, they'd be like, what happened to you? You look mad different. All you have to do is switch the culture. All you have to do is switch what you read. You're going to start looking different. All you have to do is get out that hood where everybody is shooting somebody, and suddenly you seem more happier than everybody else. You go, you go, and you look, you look at Makai Pfeiffer, and you can say, damn, that nigga lives some hardship. I'm not even going to believe that his parents... Uh, uh, grew up as he grew up in a household where there was doctors and lawyers and everything. I don't gotta know his personal life. Uh, what about that dude that's on Dead Press or Jason Lyric? He always looked crazy, man. Everybody always hired him to do the crazy shit. He's bald headed and he never listened to every damn movie. He's out of control. What's his name? That's Bo King Woodbine. That's Blue Pill's favorite actor. That's Bo King Woodbine.
to raise myself if I submerge myself in that for entirely too long. Okay, so I also understand being impoverished for too long creates a mentality about the person, and it also creates disease because you have to be depressed for too long. And once you become complacent with being impoverished, once you start accepting, you're not going to get any greater. You're not going to make any more money. You're not going to have that much more resources. Once you become complacent with, I just don't got the money. I can't help you out, baby girl. You know, we just live tough. Hopefully you could do it. I ain't got it no more. I can't do it. Once you become complacent, the disease starts setting in. You lose your vigor. So you can't afford to eat foods that make you sleepy because you got to stay up longer to work because this beast is staying up all night. He ain't losing no sleep, and he's already winning as far as he's concerned. He just want to make sure he stay winning. So the second he start coming up, you better believe he's going to have three more, four, five other plans waiting for you because he's saying to himself, I ain't about to give up this shit that we created. We don't work hundreds of years to implement this plan. We start we starting to finally see the benefits of this plan. Do you understand? So we know the Willie Lynch speech of sixteen twelve. Okay, seventeen twelve had a designation to keep the niggas unconscious for at least three hundred years. So we in that we in that period that they dreaded all those years. They dreaded that the seventeen twelve plus the three hundred between twelve, if we don't get those niggas by twenty twelve, they're gonna be over our heads. There ain't nothing we could do. Can they say historically at some point or the other, historically, they will revisit their greatness, and we have to be prepared for that day. And all I see is greatness. While some of us only see negative things in black people, all I see is our potential right now. That's all I see. I see it happening. So our sister, Queen of Four, who's our head of the crown, supreme grand womb maven and minister of health of our community, we had to sit down. We have to have a real good talk about unity because unity takes work. We had to talk. And I'd say, man, I come from Dr. Savy's school, sis, mama, because I identify as mother on a personal note, and she has taken me as her son. I'm like, yo, ma, there's some things you have to know about your son. You know, we don't eat broccoli. And guess what? We don't eat millet. We don't do that. And it's like, you know, so now the tension's in the room, maybe, because, we have, cause, you know, I start realizing. And I told her, I said, you know, let me talk to you. I don't want us to fail to be united because of a piece of fucking broccoli. This shit is getting crazy here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I started to really see, as I'm sitting there, not that her and I was beefing, but I started to really see what's keeping us apart. And it's shit like broccoli. It's shit just like broccoli that's keeping the black community apart. And I said, man, if we let a piece of broccoli keep us separated, then you and I both are as smart as I conceive this to be. There has to be something that we can do about this situation here. And, then of course, there's a, uh, a number of other things, but really not that much. So we sit down and we talk. And we say, man, for unity, with all the different foods and everything out here on this planet, neither one of us have to compromise each other's disposition. If you ain't eating that and I ain't eating this, they all go, because you know what? There's some neutral joints that both you and I have in ostracized. We could take those, and we don't find the ones that are even greater at what we was trying to extrapolate from those foods. We put it together. We sit down. We talk. We build. We go over what's electric. We go over what's in, what chlorophyll has to offer. We go over a number of different things. 
But for the sake of unity, we sit down and we we talk and we talk and we talk. We go home. We talk, we talk, we talk, we email. I'm on the phone with my mother, Queen of Four, to one in the morning, two in the morning, three in the morning, building, 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 so we can get every kink out of here. Or, in fact, bring in every kink out of here because the more kinky your hair is, the more electric your body is, okay, or electromagnetic, I should say. It denotes how much magnetism is transpiring in the body, actually tell you the truth. So we work and work and work until we can put as much as kicks into this head of ours that we could come to the community and have something before the first Negro say, hey, Palazzo, we don't eat couscous. You know, we got to have an action. We got to have a plan of action for the first nigga that say, yo, you niggas eating cabbage now? I thought cabbage was in the... So we got to be situated, right, because the second soul see unity... First thing will come in his head is cabbage, broccoli, and millet. This is what's going to come in niggas' head. They ain't going to be happy that niggas united. They're going to find some shit that's going to separate us. So I said, yo, it's not that it's that important to me. Food is what the foods represent. When it comes to the body as we assembly, I understand all of that. But what's important to me is to make sure when we get out here before the world that they don't take the broccoli, the carrots, okay, the millet, and they separate us because of these distinctions. So we got to be ready and prepared. So we omit all these different types of foods that, you know, New Covenant wasn't eating. Uh, New Covenant make accommodations for what she teaches. Like, whoa, we wasn't doing that. This is cool. But not that, oh, we taking in acidic food because we're still not doing that. We're not taking in mucus-produced food. We're building. So I'm like, oh, for couscous, we can do black quinoa. We'll get even more out of black quinoa than we get out of couscous. Let's roll. Okay? And for uh, for uh, brown rice, we good on that because we could take the black rice or we could take the fancy black wild or we can at least just take the white, uh, the wild rice standard. You feel me? So there's so many different things that's going on. It's like, look, we don't eat garlic. But we said we can take the onion powder instead of the garlic. But all I'm telling people is this. All I'm telling people is this. If you really want to unite, it's going to go down. And anybody telling you that it's, uh, it's just not working out. It's because they're not working hard enough. If you really want this, I, I must admit, more than one party has to want it. It's not enough for you to be the only one that want unity. And we have another surprise uh, new member of New Covenant, which we will reveal, you know, in Chicago. You know, we'll, we'll go over this in Chicago, and we got another brilliant person that, that we are going to uh, reveal as another New Covenant member who's are going to do an exceptional job. But we have to get on the same frequency here. And I'm saying it does take work, and we do have to build. And with that comes a lot of knowledge. And then you start really seeing where people are really at because the time and energy that we spend to tear each other down and point out what makes us different. I mean, shit, black people are acting like we are different races amongst each other. Like, that's supposed to be black and white people having beef because they're different, apparently. And Hindu people and Chinese people saying we're different. And Koreans don't like to be called Chinese. I hear all that. But when black people start tripping... I'm like, yo, did, did we all realize, like, we still the same fucking race? Like, at the end of the day, like, we acting like before a white man or anybody take that bat and bashes over our goddamn head, he, you acting like he's going to ask you for your Morris card or some shit, like, to make sure that, you know, you and the clan, because we really just out here to bash the uh, nation of Islam today. You know, you get the pass. <laughs> Ain't nobody asking us for our Morris card. Ain't nobody asking us. Yo, what, what temple are you from? You know, are you, are you from the... Uh, he was like simple. Ain't nobody gonna ask us. Whatever the hell we got on, the frequency of oppression say 
bash all those niggas over their head. So we got to figure out how the hell are we going to put our shit to the side for the benefit of the whole community so we can raise heaven instead of hell. That's what we got to do. So even if, you know, like I say all the time, for the military or militant brothers and sisters out there, which I, I have a grievance because I identify being militant as something totally different, but we'll let it pass for the sake of conversation. For the militant brothers and sisters that's out there, we simply say, yo, you know, uh, we we getting all these different properties. In fact, New Covenant is having a private auction, selling land and houses without a mortgage, but we are also able and empowered to extend loans. Okay, I don't know if there's another black organization doing this. Okay, that's that's completely on a black line, but if they are, I hope they come and support us and we join them and they join us. But nonetheless, this is what we're doing in the short span of time that we've been here because we see a big problem here. We see everybody in the community that keeps saying it ain't about money, it's about spirituality. I say, I agree. And this is the problem. Y'all don't realize. I agree. You know why? Because we're not on the same frequency. we got to find a way to get everybody eating the same thing. We're not on the same frequency. So I say, I agree, brother. It's about spirituality. No, it's not with you. Now you're going to tell me I don't agree with you. Again, the guy is sick. So I say, what's the problem? Well, you keep doing stuff our money. Can I say, hey, hold on, let me tell you something. If we put ourselves in a position where we can empower you to buy a property for thousands of dollars, and when I say thousands, probably 2000 or even 1500 or less, that's worth 20000 40000 80000 whatever. If we can create that situation for you. Also, if let's say you have a credit issue, credit problems. <laughs> and I want everyone to know, Queen of Four and everybody is using our services. Everybody's using our services here. Ain't, this ain't just no merger so they can sell herbs. It's not like that. They're using our services. Her family is using our services. Let's say you have a debt problem. You, you ain't got no credit cards. You can't get no loans. Every time somebody says your name, it's in flames. They don't trust your ass. They know that you have bad credibility. And it, whenever you get money, you're going to owe a nigga. So the credit reports say... When you see this nigga, shoot him or close your doors. Because don't give him no money because that nigga is no good when you put money in his hand. If this is the life that you've been living, of course you're going to be stressed and this is going to precipitate disease because you're going to have to realize that the world is transforming into an electric racism world, okay? Whereas you need electric money to spend. Only 4% of the funds is actual paper. The other 96% is going around as electric. And there's a thing called electric racism. They can't ask you what your race is when you apply for credit. They can't ask you what your race is when you apply for a credit card, but what they can ask you is for your zip code. And what they have is a red lining effect that they do for credit cards. We teach this in the Penny's Upper Manners book, where if you go into the book, you'll see that they have areas that are redlined, which tells you don't give people in that zip code anything. So if you found yourself as, let's say you was a white person with a 750 credit score living in a 11212 area, that's redlined in Brooklyn. And let's say there's a black person with a 700 credit score in an area that's not redlined. The black person is more likely to get approved for credit with lower interest rates, though he has a lower credit score than the white person because the white person, unfortunately, found himself in an area which was cheaper for them to live in that happens to be redlined because too much niggas probably live over there. The point is this. They have a red line in effect. So what you have to do is know how to establish a mailing address that is in an area that is not redlined so you have a higher probability of getting credit. So how are we going to do that, Polite? 
I'll give you the answer. Those in our books, you can go to UPS and you can get a mailbox. You don't want to get a P.O. box. That's why I'm telling you go to UPS. If you get a mailing address from UPS, it's considered residential. It'll be received as residential. If you get a P.O. box, they'll say this nigga think he's slick or it's by accident. You don't want to be in the area. Then the next step is to call New Covenant and say, yo, Pete, can you, uh, what book is the book that show you where the red line stuff is at? Because, you know, I need to be approved. And if I can get in an area where the average person has 750 or more, even if you have 600, you have a lot more likely to get the approval with a 600 and a 750 average community. You know why? Because it's all about frequency. Because the people that you're surrounded by do not encourage poor spending habits. It's always about frequency at the end of the day. It's always about frequency at the end of the day. Okay, and this is called credit redlining. And if you look it up, if you look it up, you will come to see that Brother Polite is not lying to you. And also what New Covenant does is we provide PCRNs, private credit reporting numbers. Okay, and what we do, we give you a second chance to be able to mend whatever situation you're having with your credit. I'm talking inside of 15 days. The brother or sister that was being denied of credit cards, being denied of personal loans, being denied of auto loans, car loans, the brother or sister that was being denied of that because they got a poor credit score of 500, 400, 600. We changed that in 15 to 20 days. You hear me? With no feds knocking your door, no people in black coats saying, what's up with this paperwork you signed? The Treasury just received this. Okay? No worries. Your mom ain't saying, yo, there was some feds looking for you. What the hell you got yourself into? I thought you was conscious. Ain't no feds came here and used a gang member. Now you're conscious, and now the feds is knocking the door. What the hell are you doing? None of that situation, none of that is going to transpire. And in 15, 20 days, you're back in the game. And then New Covenant also will give you guidance and say, look, man, this is what you need to do because you don't want to mess this up because we just gave you a second chance because it is hell living in this world. And you ain't got no damn credit cards. And people say, that's the beast. You see the barcodes and all that? It add up to 666. When I look at the nigga, you can add up all the bars you want. You know what I'm saying? I tell you what, you won't even be able to add up the bars on your cell phone because your shit will be off. You won't have a place to live with electricity. You're going to be out of the loop. I'm telling you, don't get so confused about what's wrong with the system that you forget that you have a responsibility to thrive in the system, especially if you have people that love you that are counting on you. Now, I say these numbers on purpose. I say 15 days, and it's really less. But I say these I say these numbers on purpose because you can hold me accountable. And I'm always talking to people about accountability. And I ain't perfect. And a book or two may wind up late. And our books have got way better from when we started. I'll tell you that. I know that personally. Because now we're in position to hire more people. And, you know, when you can pay people better, they do better. It seems to happen that way. People do volunteer work. Well, yeah, I just want to help. I want to be part of the community. Late. Shit late. Complaint. Case. Case. I'm like, yo, okay, let's start paying these niggas. <laughs> this shit is not working out. <laughs> no more volunteers for New Covenant. You know, if they ain't being paid, then we don't want the volunteer. Because I, I see I'm getting what I'm paying for. But the point is this. But that's not everybody. That's just most people. And I understand because your personal life can take you away from what you want to volunteer your time for. So I go back to the spirituality conversation, and someone says we are not spiritual. And I say we're very spiritual because now we've empowered ourselves to be in a position where if we can give you a problem outside the convention of the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, and now you can pay for the property in three years with New Covenant or pay for it the same day you buy it. 
what we've done is take you away. We've taken you away from confiding in a debt obligation that corresponds with a physical object. Just think about it. They have our grandmother still trying to pay off hundreds of thousands of dollars on their 23rd year of making a payment. Why the hell would you want to work on paying somebody back and sign an agreement to pay them back for 30 more years? And in those 30 years, the economy will fluctuate. Chances are the loan will change because it's subject to change as it relates to the economy because no lender is going to allow you to pay the same thing inside of 30 years after 30 years of change in the economy. And inflation is on a 3% rate. So much so that if you do the research, okay, if you do the research, you'll find that in 30 years, and I did this at the uh, last event, May 19th, I pulled the stats up. He gave the reference as it came out of Forbes magazine. In thirty, if you had a million dollars in thirty years, your million dollars would be four hundred thousand dollars. That's a six hundred thousand dollar difference. So let's get you a house today, which promises that you have to pay a fixed rate mortgage, the debt for thirty years. Now, if a million dollars will turn into four hundred thousand dollars in thirty years. What does that mean to represent to the house that you get a mortgage for that costs a hundred thousand dollars in thirty years? When we start doing the math, we get, we are able to forecast that we are being set up. What does this mean to represent to your retirement monies that you're going to get in twenty thirty years? You see, when we do the math, we are able to forecast that we are walking into a trap, and this is why, according to the EBRI Employee Benefit Research Institute. Every American that retires, you can call yourself a moral or whatever, but as long as you got your Social Security card and a birth certificate, you work for somebody, you're driving around, driver's license, let's just, just walk with me here. I understand what you mean when you say who you are, and I understand the history and the treated facilities and all this other stuff. I understand that if you look on the dollar bill, we might see something reminiscent to that of the, the story about Noble Drew Ali being present or the covenant that he set up with America, and you can see the seven stills if you look at the dollar real good. I understand all that, but... Nigga, at the end of 20, 30 years, you're going to be applying for Social Security and it's not going to be enough money if we don't do something today to fix the problem, okay? We can keep breaking down history all we want, but I'm going to tell you something. It's disgusting when the youth have to watch those people that are older than them be on the Social Security line because after all the metaphysical stuff that they were teaching, after the 10,000 years of ancient Egyptian information, okay, after the planetary alignments and the astrology, it is a disgrace. It is a disgrace. After all the kill the cracker, the revolution is coming, the dollar is going to fall, the one world currency, the new world order. After 20, 30 years, and we have a new generation of fools teaching the same shit, and all and only thing that makes them foolish is not because of what they teach. It's because of what they do not implement. It's what they do not add on to. I want to make it clear. They're not fools because they teach this information. We need it. I will tell you the truth. We need all that information that everybody teaches. But it is foolish if we do not start making preparation, meaning to be prudent. Prudence. It is foolish if we are not prudent in our action and deeds as to understand the direction that money is going in and the direction that we are going in and realizing that we are going in opposite. We are not saying chase the dollar because the whole world revolves around the dollar. 
We're saying if you are living in a capitalistic society, how the hell do you expect to thrive? If I was living in a spiritual society, I would know it takes spirituality to thrive. If I live in a capitalistic society, it takes capitalism to thrive in some capacity. If I live in the jungle, I have to live like a damn animal to survive. So we have to try to figure the situation out. Now we can complain, and it's good and it's healthy up until a certain point. But what I'm saying is that we need to start forecasting what is life going to be like in intervals of starting next year to five years to a decade from now to even 50 years to prepare our children. One of the biggest problems we have with people that study history in the conscious community is that they're led to believe because of the falsehood of what other people taught. The mythos is this. If I study how our ancestors rectified their issues in the past, I can implement the same ancient remedy in the present. That is the biggest Just because the song's piggy wiggy, oh, 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 you got to go now. Just because that worked out for them in the 60s, don't mean if we get together and start singing piggy wiggy songs that it's going to work out for us in 2013. Now, I'm not reducing the liberation movement to just a piggy wiggy song. But what I am saying. What I am saying is this. You cannot use the same strategy that your ancestors used to freedom in present day and times. It's not realistic. Things have changed. Things have changed. We have to constantly put this in our mind. Things have changed. You can't use the same technology of the past in every instance to remedy problems today in the present. Now, somebody who's negative and ignorant will say, yes, we can or fight. So even if it was fighting, they fought then, we fought now. The fight has to take on a different color. The fight has to be a different approach. You do not fight the same exact way. Harriet Tubman fought based on the days and her time. If I was to try to sit here and build a damn underground railroad and sneak up into niggas' cribs, they'd call the police on me, man. They ain't not trying to hear that type of shit, man. It's a different mentality. If I was trying to pull a Nat Turner, and cut off Cracker's throats. First of all, he wasn't that successful at what he did. We just happy that he killed white people. But if you do the statistics, a bunch of niggas died because of this nigga. He might have did the wrong thing. He might have did it at the wrong time. Maybe it was good that he did it then. But all I know now is if I look at the math, and we are happy that more people died because of an action that a black man did, because of the amount of white people that died, then you hate white people entirely too much if you are willing to sacrifice your own people. So we have to reconsider this. Now, people ain't going to say, they're going to say, now that nigga done went against Nat Turner. He's a coon-ass nigga. Well, you can call me all the names you want, but one thing I know is you ain't going to fight no white man, so stop trying to encourage yourself to fight me. Uh, this shit is getting sick. It's getting corny. It's getting tiring. You got all this stuff. You're so angry at the white man that you want to fight any black man that's not angry at white people just like you. That's an excuse to be lazy, and it's an excuse as an idiot. Stop being an idiot. Go out there and kill you some white folks so you can be incarcerated and look at what the rest of the people who gas you up do when you're incarcerated. They're not going to take care of you. They don't have a plan after that. The plan is to just, hopefully, why don't y'all go out there and do something? That's the plan. None of these Negroes go out there and do it. They all say, 
this ain't going to change until y'all niggas get out there and start taking some crackers, throw up. They always mad at you for not doing it. How convenient. While they get up there on Facebook and YouTube and keep talking crazy, man. Listen, we are talking about an effective way to do what we want to do. Even if you wanted to do something malicious, even if you wanted to, you need the resources to do it. So, I mean, at least last longer in the fight. At least last longer. Get enough resources so you can do what you got to do. We, don't, we can't even afford the money for that. If I say, yo, let's really go to war. Forget the fact that they got tanks. Forget the fact that they got lasers. Let's just really do this. So let's put this money together and figure out what we can get. We'd be lucky if we get a stick of bubble gum, man, because shit is hard today. You ain't going to, what are we going to do if the bulletproof vest is $700 per vest? We don't even have the money for guns. We're just going to go out there and, and wear vests to go into a punching fight. We don't have enough money for the situation, man. We don't have the resources for the situation. And if you can't have the right amount of money, you don't have the right amount of unity. Because we as a people have to be so tired of the situation that we're in that we're willing to pull the funds out of frustration. And that's spirituality. I don't think people are upset yet. Because when they get real upset, when they hear the man with the plan, they're going to say, yo, we're going to get together. I know more people are upset intellectually because the movement is really progressing. But still, we got a lot of work to do in a very little bit of time. So it's our responsibility when we hear brothers and sisters very angry to try to give them something constructive to do. Because I used to be in the game, and they used to give me a lot of weird advice on how to solve my problems. Now I'm conscious, and I'm hearing some of the same weird advice to go, go against people because of different complexions before it was different flags. And I'm like, yo, um, if these people are inferior, then... Uh, then they're inferior, then we should be ruling them. If these people are evil, then why are we mad? Because they're doing the evil shit. Like, I'm not mad at a lion if I go in the jungle and the lion eats me. Then I understand the, the, no one's over here protesting. We need to beat the shit out of these lions. They just ate another nigga today. Yo, listen. <laughs> the lion is going to do it. If I go in the water with shark-infested waters and I just cut myself by chance, I mean, it'd be kind of stupid of me to be amongst sharks getting mad because when they smelt the blood, they came to get at me. So I'm trying to figure out if black people profess that white people are going to get at any brother or sister that becomes very successful, they're going to bring them down. Then why doesn't that warrant as much as unity in the black community as possible since we understand the nature of the people that we're dealing with? If this is the case, if we're really so scared and or so upset at the stress being incurred from the oppressive aspect of people's nature. That should warrant the responsibility of us as parents to say, one, you know what, I'm not going to have no more babies in the hospital. That'd be one. Two, you know what, we're going to grow our own foods. So, you know, we're not going to fall victim. We see they open up all those chicken spots in our community, and they leave them open to 3, 4 in the morning, and we know according to our circadian rhythm, we're not supposed to eat nothing after 10.30 for sure because the body shuts down at the time and it'll store it in the cold. And then the next thing you know, we're waking up in the morning, we're going in. <laughs> this is true. So we know, damn, they're setting us up. So, but I mean, common sense. If you told me that these were the devils, then why are you eating food from them at 3 in the morning, man? And why are we going in there to see if they got anything go- selling for 3 in the morning? They do got something selling for 3 in the morning. <laughs> but it's organic. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just think they quit because they eat uh, organic chicken. And I say, what the fuck is organic chicken? Well, you know what they do since adrenaline is poisonous? We just cut the chicken head off so fast, he don't even be upset when he get killed. Mm-hmm. This is some foolish shit, man. Yo, listen, man. 
just stop eating the damn food, man. Stop, stop looking for uh, what's this? The the soy pork. It's not real pork. It's soy. Why do you want to pretend that you eating pork, man? Like, just let the shit go, man. Just let it go. It's not working, man. How are you gonna stop eating swine to eat fake swine? It's like, yo, wake up and leave the shit alone. It's all a setup. You know they use soy. You know they use soy to make the Toyota seats. Your Toyota cars are made up of soy, man. It's, it's, this is non-biodegradable stuff, man. It'll last on the planet for over 10,000 years. Just watch it in Carver use soy to make plastic. Tofu shrinks the brain. Tofu shrinks the brain. Now, I know some of you are going to get mad at me and say, you don't got the right to talk about tofu. This is how people feel. They ain't going to say that sentence. But if I can see them personally, eye to eye, their eyes would tell me that I do not have the right to talk about tofu because, nigga, I escaped chicken. I escaped red meat, I escaped swine, and now you attack soy and tofu. You got some fucking nerve. I can feel it coming from people through the lines. But the point is this. If it's true, just switch it. That's all. If it's true, the more you learn, the less you know. So you shouldn't even be upset, and you shouldn't even be surprised. Do you know Idaho potatoes are made from human feces? If you think I'm lying, look it up. Now, after I tell you, and you still make french fries with that shit, literally, then don't be getting mad when you get sick. Don't get mad when you can't remember things the way you want to remember because you're not eating the highest of quality foods. And carrots is filled with the highest amount of a toxin named after it called carotoxin. If you eat it accumulatively, it's not wrong you eat some carrots. I'm not even going to knock you. And damn sure it makes the eyesight better. That was a lot. Yeah, that Bugs Bunny story, just like the Easter Bunny laying eggs. That's a lot. <laughs> just like Santa Claus coming to the projects, and the projects don't even have a chimney. That's a lot. Just like you're going to rock by the baby on the treetop. You're going to rock by a baby on the treetop. Rock by a baby on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. Child services will be at your door. Why Why will we sing songs like this? On the old McDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and E is the fifth letter in the alphabet, and I is the sixth. Okay, so we got A, B, C, D, E. <coughs> Pardon me. E, I, I makes it six. So you got, you got A, B, C, D, E, five, and I is one, and five plus one is six. So E, I, six, E, I, six, and O is the 15th letter in the alphabet. How convenient, because one plus five is six. So E, I, E, I, O is six, six, six. Now, this is the reason why smart people go crazy. Because if you're around a bunch of people who don't care, niggas like me will lose my mind. Because I'm sure if you play back this radio station, you'll realize Polite know more about everything else than he actually know about money. It's just that the money thing is so significant because you, can't, you cannot have the time to read. You do not have the time to study. You do not have the time to pray. You do not have the time to meditate. If you're busy, Working one or two jobs, overtime or double overtime, okay? And you have to pick up your children from school. You barely got a social life. And it's a problem because it's taking you away from your spirituality when you do not have money. You cannot have the time to meditate, to pray, to contemplate, to read, to study, to go on vacation, okay, if you're working more than one job, if you're working overtime, or if your job is working you out so much you are tired. So I understand the connection between economics and spirituality and the capitalistic construct. 
if you want to free the average brother and sister. Some of you are phenomenal. Some of you can work like a dog, nine to five, over and over for 20, 30, 40, 50 years and be very spiritual. I understand that. But a lot of us are not like you. I'm not like you. A lot of y'all are probably way more spiritual than me. I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I need a little assistance. I need a little free time to get spiritual. I am the type that want to be trying to get spiritual, and five minutes later I got to go to work. I am the type that feel comfortable if I can't make it to a lecture because I got to go to work that day. That, that killed my spirit. Some of you are way more powerful than me, and y'all can work two, three jobs and still keep your spirituality. I am not that type, and I know a lot of people that are just like me who, unfortunately, we're so weak, we actually need our free time so we can actually think in one piece. It's hard to meditate when your house is about to go into foreclosure. It's hard to pray without praying for a better way of life, a better change, because you're so poverty stricken, you're trying to figure out how can I send my children to school, I'm stressed out because I just found out what foods are good, what foods are bad, and I can't even afford the bad foods. Yeah, this shit is fucked up. When you learn about good food, you still can't afford the bad food. That's a situation. It's messed up when you got to decide, if I'm going to pay the $1,500 to get the cure for the disease and not pay my rent, right, or if I'm going to stay in my house and die sick. You see, these are our issues right now as a black community. We have to solve these problems. We need our own health care plan. We have to solve these problems, this is true. Now, we could pretend that they'll go away if we do all sorts of dances and chants, but you know what? Faith without works is dead. We learned this in the Bible back in Christian school, James chapter 2, verse 20. It was true. Not everything in there bad. It's, it's true. Faith without works is dead. We need faith, but we also need people that's willing to contribute to an effective plan of action, okay? We need our own pension plan, which we have set up. And I'm going to implore that more people just join New Colony, if not for nothing else, just to contribute to the pension plan that we are having for the elders that are part of the community. You know why? Because we cannot afford to have someone like a queen of four have to work at old age unless she chooses to. The sister about to turn 60, and thank goodness for her knowledge in herbs. Thank goodness for her knowledge in health. Thank goodness that the Most High has blessed her with the ability for her to be 60 years younger as I'm 29 years older. Thank goodness the Most High has blessed her with the information that she can share with our community and abroad. But for everybody else who's not getting younger as they're getting older, they need a little something pension plan, man. And even someone like her, she should only do what she do because she chooses to do it, not because she has to. And I'm not saying she has to do what she does. I'm saying we should never put our leadership in a position where they have to work in their old age because it takes away from the spirit of their work when they have to do it to make money as opposed to do it because they love to do it. It's our responsibility if someone has taught us for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. She's been doing what she's doing for 40 years. Her father was a Garveyite. She's been doing this for so long. It's our responsibility to to hold on to her. I was building with Brother Delbert Blair today. And man, when I connect with him, because I have a meeting with him soon, I'm like, look, the community has to do right. He's he's up there in age, and that man, I don't know his personal business, but what I do know, he's older than me, and he's been doing what he was doing before I got here. And he's one of the first people that I saw teaching. Phil Valentine was one. He was the first lecture I ever went to, Phil Valentine. 
Delbert Blair was the second lecture I've ever been to. Okay? So those two people, I think about them, and I say, man, they was here when I first came, which means they was doing what they was doing before I was conscious. How dare we allow these people to grow older and not get the benefits back from the same people that they raised? Many of y'all parents wasn't even in your house, and these were the guys that were teaching you. I mean, let's let's be for real, man. We got to be loyal. This is why niggas join gangs before they join the conscious community, because you find more loyalty in the gangs than you find in the conscious community. We have to sit here as younger people, and some of us as older. Don't hate on the older people because you're going to be putting some money to side for them, and you have to deal with your disposition. That's where the most high will bless you and grant you much abundance. And I'm going to tell you something spooky. Selfless acts of love make you magnetized to the great things in life that you are deserving of. But if you don't do something to be deserving of the great things in life, then don't expect it. It's just that real. You have to do something for someone other than yourself for you to get the love back. That's the beauty about being a parent. Many of us bailed out and skipped out on being a parent. But I'm telling you, we have an opportunity to show our ancestors that we are deserving of their abundance if we show how much we love each other for the good that we have contributed to the community. I look at the so-called devil that we call the white man, and I say to myself oftentimes, I say to myself oftentimes, how is it that they are evil, but they make sure that every single president will not live in poverty? How is it that they are evil, but they make sure they don't let their leaders leave with a legacy on that note? How is it that they are evil, and they will not even allow one divorce to take place after their leadership because they care so much about their children that they refuse to set precedence in the form of a bad relationship. They refuse. Hold on one second. So what is, uh, Brother. Go ahead. Yeah, I got to <clears throat> prep the family for this 11-11 meditation. We got about two minutes left. So I just want to... Uh, and Queen of Wars is there on the line. Queen of Wars is on the line, just so you know. Okay. When we come back out of the meditation... We will bring in tonight's second guest into the program, just the Queen of Fool. So, family, please prepare yourself. Find yourself in a pitch black place, preferably totally pitch black. Turn the monitor off. Turn the lights out. Find yourself seated straight. Uh, back to the seat. Feet flat to the floor. Palms facing upwards to the ceiling. Index finger and thumb touching, forming the pyramid. Tip of the tongue touching the roof of the mouth. Pulling the air through our abdominals, through the nose, exhaling out of the out, out of the mouth, eyes closed, meditating to the sounds of Omni Padmeon family, which stands for the jewel in the lotus, perfect balance between the masculine and the feminine principle. Okay? And um we shall be back very shortly. Yeah. Thank you. 
has a corresponding frequency, we, and we get everyone eating the same way, relatively, and taking in the same herbs, then we'll be vibrating on similar frequencies, and then thus we can understand each other. We'll be on a plateau or a plane of consciousness where there'll be less conflict, aggravation, and anxiety. Things will be more coherent when someone says something to you, you won't take it the wrong way. You'll be able to assimilate it the way you are able to assimilate highly water-soluble foods. So 2012stores.com, you want to get us on the same plateau of thought. That's the only way liberation can actually take place. Indeed. Indeed. Let me open up the line for my co-host. All right, Brother Red, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Indeed. Okay. With no further ado, family, uh, his family has been patient and waited enough. Brother Polite has definitely kept his company and did his thing. Um, but, you know, part two is here is amongst us. We are rolling yes. out the red and the blue carpet to bring forth none other than our sister, your mother, Sister Queen of Four. Call her from the 718. 221-718-221. Greetings. I feel the red and blue carpet roll out. <laughs> and I <laughs> rolling on this carpet and doing my cottage and everything else, and I'm standing. So it's thank you so much for having me this grand evening and to Red and Blue Pill. You're just the medicine that we need. Uh, my appreciation to you to the utmost. To my brother Polite, who is over, around, under, and through bringing forth new covenant community for global transformation. I'm giving praise and thanks by being in the circle of such power and majesty and wellness, all of that is my consciousness, and I am grateful to be in the company. Do I just start talking? How do I do this? <laughs> do I just start having to share? Oh, yes, the floor is yours, Queen. Go in. Just go ahead and do. Okay. Well, I'm looking at, I am looking at a vision. You know, I believe in holding on to your vision. And how I held on to the vision, I kept cleansing, healing, visualizing, working it, cleansing, purging, elevating, uplifting, sharing, giving, doing. And it has brought me to this place. You all are young, and I'm from the older clans. But I always honored the wisdom of the youth because I knew I raised well youth. And I knew and I'm confident when they're on it, they're on it. And older people can actually learn from them and follow them. It's a circle of life. In the beginning, you raise the children, you raise them up, and you charge them. For them one day to charge you, to lift you up, and that circle keeps us being a strong community. It's when we divide the young and the old, the masculine from the feminine. When we divide that, 
then we have a problem. Then we lose our power. Because the elderly, they have held on to certain levels of information and wisdom. They have gone through enough um, nuts and bolts, knockdown, drag out, to have some information of what to do and what not to do and watch out for that and beware and overcome and this is how you can make it happen. So you want to use the wisdom of that intelligence that happened over time for those who have endured and has come through victoriously. You also want to be able to use the wisdom and join forces with the young minds who are really old souls because, you know, life, it doesn't end. It's ongoing. You let a body go, but the spirit continues to dwell and, and move on and through. And so your, your young, wise men in leadership positions. So I love the fact that your wisdom has you cleansing. And red and blue, you've been cleansing from your birth. I know. And brought to light, he's having a rebirth because I believe he cleansed it so many lifetimes back till he's just remembering. They say our way is dead. They say our way is no more. And that the ancient healing Nile Valley legacy ended thousands of years ago, but we are here and we do remember. It's large in our DNA, tapped down deep in our melanin, our kamor. So we fasted and we prayed. And then one day, one by one, then two by two, then thousands, the millions, unlimited, began to wake up to the ancient healing legacy. Healing is our birthright. Healing is our legacy. This is our just due. I have been waiting for a time such as this. I come out of the 60s, and it was all about the power is in the people. And it took these young minds to continue that legacy to say the same thing, the power is in the people. The power to heal is in the people. And the deeper we go into our healing, the greater the liberation. I say liberation through purification. And liberation comes in all its forms and, 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 and all its levels. We've got to liberate our low thinking. We've got to elevate our minds. Consistently, that's what this cleansing, this 21 day into a lifestyle, into a way, this summer solstice circle of wellness detox at the New Covenant is really calling us forth in a grand way. This is called the grand procession. Yes, the blue and red carpet will be thrown out right now because it is a grand procession. But the New Covenant is leadership in telling everyone to get on board with your economic empowerment. To get on board with your holistic wellness. So we, the spirit of the Most High within us has us joining forces at this time to bring it to the masses. Because as I told a sister today, I said, the new way is not for women to have surgery and have their uteruses cut out and their breasts removed. That is totally unnecessary. The new way is to begin to be able to heal yourself and become your own bona fide healer. This summer social circle, uh, circle of wellness detox is to actually awake, wake up the healer within. We all have a healer inside of us. I came out in the New York Times. They had an image of me, you know, carrying the onk. And what was my main state? My main statement was, <laughs> 
The healer is within. The power to heal is within us, and we have the power to heal ourselves. But if you are dead, if you're sleeping, this is the time to wake up. If you're half awake, half woke, this is the time to wake up fully. If you are awake to the full capacity, this is the time to magnify it to the highest degree. I love when I hear the word frequency, energy. Everything is that. If you're in a relationship where you cannot communicate because the frequency of the relationship is toxic and it's low. If you're in a job and a work that you hate, you go to work, you're almost having a heart attack. They say Monday morning is when most people have their heart attacks and die. Because they're going back to the job that they hate. So when you talk about economic empowerment, economic freedom, freedom to be yourself and to grow your community economically, that's holistic wellness. That is the core and that prosperity would automatically bring you into a high state of thinking and being. So, polite is pushing off over the cliff. Blue pill, red pill is pushing us over the cliff to come to not that 10 or 15 or 20 percent that science has said that, that that is the part that we're using. If you're using 20% of your brain, 20% of your magnetism, 20% of your power, 20% of your know-how, you're at a weak, broke-down state. You got to use, you got to elevate every day of this cleansing, every day of this detoxing, because we're not doing it individually. We're doing it collectively. But as we, man and woman, our elders, the youth, as we all come together in one accord, frequency raising, we're moving up day by day as a fast rate, because the more of us come together, the quicker the rate of transformation. You can do something by yourself, but if you can gather minds together and y'all can be one accord, that's the power. You can't do something with one finger but a whole hand, and you take that hand and you put it with another hand, you got a force. Now, you take that in 21 days. We're moving fast. It's not going to take us four seasons to get where we can get in 21 days because of the mass level of healing. Now, that mass level of healing is going to move us from 30% of our power to, as the days go on, 30% of our innate power, majesty, frequency, electricity, 60%, 70%, 90%, 100%. How are you going to be enslaved if you had 100% of your consciousness? You break every shackle. You break every uh, every blockage. You break every yoke. You break every, every divisive thing that destroys you. In 2,000 seasons, it talks about the relationships. It talks about the supreme relationships are the ones who that can be unified. It talks about the most beautiful people are the ones who are unified and harmonized. You can't get no more harmony when you start cleansing, detoxing together, cleaning up the thoughts, cleaning up the words, cleaning out the heart, cleaning out the relation, cleaning out the womb, clearing out the prostate, cleaning out the blood, clearing out the arteries, clearing out your skin, clearing yourself into your right high mind. See, this is divine order to me. 2012 was the end, according to the Mayan calendar. Then after the end of anything, there's a new beginning. 
You think because you ended that relationship with that mate that it's over? No, that, if you reflect and go deeper, you'll realize that you're at the threshold of a new and mighty beginning. When you speak it, it is so and it is done. So now that we have moved to safety, that represents the grand transformation. Everything is in divine order, in divine time. And I've been saying it's in divine order. People say, well, but, you, but this has happened. I said it's in divine order. But so is happening. So is breaking up. And this I is mean, in divine order. Things have to break up before you can break through. Some things have to break down. Some things have to be released. Some purging has to take place. When people start to cleanse, that first week, they start to come out of their nose, from the brain. It starts coming out of their ears so they can hear sharp. It starts draining out through the mouth. The voice is coming out from the throat and coming out through the mouth. And the voice is coming from the colon and it's coming down through the, the anus. And voice is coming from the, 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 the uterus, it's coming out vaginally. And voice in the prostate, it's coming down through the jet column. And voice has got to purge. So the purging is a necessity in order for us to come into our wholeness. That's the rebirthing process. In that release, you get a chance to get your whole body back. But it's not just your body and getting rid of the basics. To me, basic training, getting rid of diabetes and high blood, we're going to get rid of all that. That's what we're on the journey. We're going to get rid of the aches and the pains and the arthritis and the physical body. But as you go deeper, you get a chance to clean out the spirit of the person, the hurt, the wounds, the broken hearts. You get a chance to clean out the thoughts, the negative mind, and the, the lack and the limitation of your mind. And you begin to transform. Every time you open up your mouth, you're transforming energy and circumstance. Every time I hear Brother Polite, I hear him fighting for our transformation. And I said, let's not have him standing there fighting alone. Let's bring the masses of the globe together on this detox. Let's shift this. I had the opportunity 17 years ago. It didn't come to the fullness. But it's coming around full circle. See, whatever you hold on to, if you know it's the right thing, just hold on. Because over time, it will come to pass. I had to live long enough. I had to be strong enough. I had to be vibrant. I said, oh, no, I'm not about to get old because I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for being old. I said, if my knees hurt, I got to get new knees. If my, my heart is so heavy, I've got to restore my heart. And it's through the cleansing, daily cleansing, healing as a way of life. Not, oh, I've been there and done that. I did my cleansing last year, and that's why you're in the state. That's why you're still hurting. That's why there's still problems in all our relations. So we're going to cleanse until everything around us is clear. We, as you clean up, you are done no blame on nobody. Because the blame is what's going to have you digress. You have to, as you clean up and you elevate your consciousness, you understand what happened from the past. You understand how that was created. So now you get wisdom. You get so clear and clean that you understand what's going on in the present day of your life and what happened to get you into whatever state that is. But that's power. Because as you understand what's going on, understand what's happening through the cleansing and the healing, 21 days for some of total juice fasting, 21 days of total live foods for others, 21 days of total vegetarian, vegan lifestyle for others. Everybody come in where get in where you can fit in. And then what happens with your future from having the knowledge of the past, being conscious of the present, then you create a new future. 
As you're going through your 21 days into your new way, into this new path, and the whole planet is opening up for this to occur. So they said, for the least of us, we're supposed to be the least of us, but we're the best of us. The first people, the ones who brought everything to the planet Earth, and then we're impoverished, and we're broken spirit, and we're depressed, and we feel we're lacking everything. Oh, no, it's our just due. But, you know, it's time to go forward and not backwards. And as you're going forward, as the days are unfolding in your cleansing, you are to channel, you are to rise up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Writing Sacred Woman, it was 1,500 pages. They condensed it down to 500 pages. I wrote, for, I wrote that one book for seven years. I kept writing and channeling and went to Kemet a few times to finish it up, and I kept detoxing and fasting because I said, I'm going to have to speak to the women of the globe. I'm going to have to call on all the women from all the nations to come together to hear because the women are, the, are to be, I'll say, the women are to be the primary healers of the home. They will know what to do when a problem is in the home to make that tea, to deliver the family. They'll know to run that healing bath to help the family to drop the pain in the suffering. They'll know to put that clay pack on for the swelling and the pain that may be in that family. They'll know to join with their mate and their children and the elders for that healing meditation and that prayer. They'll know to set the tone and this is the prayer that is for the women to come into their rightful place. But when the women rise in their healing, the men will salute and join forces. This is our prayer. I am the woman who lightens the darkness. I have come to lighten the darkness. It is lightened. I am there for those who weep, who hide their faces, who sunk down. I have to overcome the destroyers. I am a woman. I am a healer. And that giving spirit of the woman is just that. She gives to the healing and her family as well. When a man is in his harmony, he has that quality of the healer. It is not something that's just in women and it's not in men. It is in all of us. But to be a healer, you have to yield. You have to receive. You have to listen and, and become more in tune to your inner world. To be that, you have to come into your natural nature and detoxify yourself to be able to be a frequency where you can tap into those that are needing the upliftment and the healing. To be a healer, you cannot be toxic. Because if you're toxic, you'll be thrown out of healing so fast, you won't be able to handle it. Because when the, those who are not well, who are hurting, who are heavy-hearted, who are sick, when they come to the healer, and if you are heavy-hearted and you're sick, their sickness will go right into your body and make you crazy and make you run from yourself, or you'll die early. You'll leave from your body. You have to be like water. So when they come, you can know how to ebb and flow. You have to be like air so that you don't 
become stagnated. You have to become like the earth, that you're solid. You have to become like the sun, Ra, that you are a force. You have to be as the forces of nature, air, fire, water, earth. So as I, a woman, and I have been brought in by the grace of a powerful community, New Covenant, they have brought me in. And they brought me in as the head, as my new title, within this divine community that I co-signed to. And Dr. Sheridan co-signs with me, who is a physician for over 30 years. She overstands this. And she was with us on our first call. And they they gave me the title of Head of the Crown, Supreme Grand Womb Maven, who is also Minister of Wellness. I don't take that lightly, but I have prepared. I have prepared because I have been doing much traveling to be prepared to take on this position. I have worked for years in the Muslim community of wellness and put my wellness. I have worked in the Christian community. I have worked in the Hebrew Israelite community. I have worked in and through and in the Kemetic community. I have worked with the Turtle Island community, a whole. I have worked within the Buddhist and the Hare Krishna community. I have worked in the Rasta community. I have worked wellness in the Yoruba community and still keep that connection to all of those communities that have led me to be in this position to be with the New Continent community, headed by Divine Brother Polite. Yes, indeed. Uh, Queen of Fool? Yes. Yes, can you give me one second? I want to talk about a lot of Okay. Caller from 718-718-233. Peace. Peace. Hotel. Greetings. Peace, peace, peace to the family. Peace, queen. This is Alicia. Yes, yes, yes. And I am so very, very excited that you are the supreme queen of the universe and womb maven, this has been absolutely amazing, and I just wanted to um, make sure that I could be heard as well. Um, they were just trying to open my line. I didn't mean for him to break your speaking. Um, but we are so very, very excited about this 21-day cleanse that we are doing with the New Covenant community and absolutely. just being able to open the door so that our elders as well as our youth can come into a complete place of healing. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, give praise and thanks for being there at this time such as this so that you could help with the midwifery of bringing us together. I give thanks and praise, Alicia, and to thank you so much, and Ali, the great, for two of you who have been very supportive in this merge is coming together. This is what I'm bringing to, uh, as um, I feel that, 
Brothers Polite is bringing the answer to economic empowerment for our community, which is a which has been a missing link in terms of bringing everyone together in that, not an individual but a co- community into that. As Blue Pill, Red Pill, the work that you have been doing to keep the communication going through the metaphysical, holistic community, um, because without knowledge, you're lost. And a, a whole thing, um, in the era of my coming up and my growing, I spent a lot of time with um, Imhotep, Gary Bird, and Bob Law, and Lloyd Strayhorn. They would have me on their sh- radio show over the years. And then they started to they started to come in, the so-called powers that be, and started to disempower the people because they went, they stopped talk radio. And when you stop talk radio, you stop, it's a, the talk radio is like a drum. It's a drum that keeps the people connected and giving them what to do and how to do, and this is where we're going now. Without that, then the people will be lost. They don't know which way, and then we can't really harmonize. So when the, the type of work you're doing is you're continuing the legacy not waiting for anyone, but continuing the legacy and saying, I'll continue to drum. I'll continue to send that message out and to gather those together to give them the knowledge and to bring others who have the knowledge base to share. In my coming together with the New Covenant community, I am speaking on Heal Thyself Holistic Healthcare Reform based on the city of wellness globally, where healthcare is self-care. This is actually teaching families holistic first aid. Holistic first aid, is, this is something that the president, when he was first coming into office, or right before he was coming in, he was saying that America is over-medicated. And he would then further say that the, net, the way to overcome this over-medicated state is to go to your community health providers and to begin to take on wellness. The word, the key word is wellness, which deals with holistic health and taking responsibility for your health and using natural means, alternative medicine, holistic medicine, as opposed to always going the allopathic route as the only option. And so as he, he started out in that way, and it, it hadn't continued in that way, they're still trying to, if they followed that plan, that would have worked. But I had the privilege of being with the United States Surgeon General, and I was with her um, in the month of October when I went to Detroit. And I went to Detroit to, quote, to name and claim Detroit as the global model city. If you have a model, then people can follow the model and if it, 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 it can be duplicatable, then it's a powerful model. So that I'm still working with Detroit from a long distance, working that model. Working with the new Convenant community is such a model. And that model is actually far, it's very far-reaching because those who take the journey there will be a frequency that will pour out globally. And although in 17 years ago, the Millionaire March, I was asked to go ahead and to create a fast for a million men. I created the fast for the million men. I broke it up in three different categories. It was those who were fast from negative talk conversation 
toxic television viewing, fighting in the home, they would fast from that. Then there were those who would fast from alcohol and drugs and flesh and junk food. They would fast on that level. Then there were those who would fast from all solid and they would do a total liquid therapeutic fast. Depending on the level that they would be on, everyone would fast. And I remember it didn't go all the way through because they said it should have been a doctor to have run that fast. But there was no doctors around who was interested in putting together a fast. Now that vision came through from Diana Farb, my friend, been over 32 years. She went over to Bob Law when Reverend Minister uh, Reverend Farrakhan Farrakhan was going from city to city and promoting the Million Man March and gathering people together to to take the journey. And so she, as a a spiritualist, spoke to Bob Law, and Bob Law, he totally nourished and nurtured my work. He is the one, the reason why the book Heal Thyself came out, he is the reason why I have products. He said, you've got to come with these products because people are hounding me and you're talking on the call and, and they just need whatever you have. Make it happen. He, he supported me coming on the air a lot. And so he, he went over to, they both went over to Honorable Minister Reverend Farrakhan and, and asked him, is it possible that Queen of Four can create a fast for the Million Man, Man March? And he said yes. And that, to me, and I got a call the next day from Bob Lord. He gave me that knowledge. And I, I fasted for four days, and I would get up every morning at 4 o'clock to, re- to receive the knowledge, to receive the information, because that's when your melanin is at its strongest point, and you can ask yourself anything in the universe, and you get the answer. You get the dates, times, places, when, where, and how. And so I got up in those hours. I was guiding up, and I channeled exactly, and I laid it out. It was presented... It was given to the Board of New York City, and Brooklyn was the headquarters for those who were going to take that that journey for that day. And there was a little battle in there with one of the sisters of the, of the nine, and so somehow that battle became law, and it didn't quite happen. It went out, but it didn't go out strong. But when a vision's time has come, nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop the time. And so we've come around full circle. 17 years later, 18 years later, call it eight or nine, prosperity, ending of a cycle for a new one to begin. The new confidence is that million man march. On my journey, my work, I know that to be so. Because we're not talking about individuals. I see clients all the time, one-on-one. I see families, husband, wife, children all at the same time. Some of the elders come. I see five people at one time on a private consultation for the family. So I do that, and I see that. And I'll go and I'll speak to a group of 20 women, 50, and so on. But when you have a community that says, this is what we're going to do, we're going to unify in wellness. We're going to detox in wellness. Not one member of our community is going to be sick from any dis-ease. And it's not even going to stop with us in that circle. Because when you have a circle of wellness, it stretches out to your family. They may not be the new confident, but when they hear of the good news and the good work, they say, well, let me see. If they're talking about economic empowerment, and they're talking about wisdom of self, 
and they're talking about detoxification, and I can hear myself. I need to read some of the books from Brother Polite, what he's saying. I need to read the books, what Queen of Fool is saying. I need to come on with the red and blue pill and get wisdom of myself and my natural state. This is the plan. When I was 17, I walked into what they call a black shop. And the black shops are everywhere because the black shops is all about power to the people. And in that time, in the black shop, they would have Angela Davis. They would have Malcolm. There would be Ebola Cowrie shells. There would be the Dashikis. And there's a song that this brother would always play from Pharaoh Saunders. The creator has a master plan. Peace and happiness throughout the land of Ukraine has but one demand, peace and happiness to every man and woman. So if that's the plan, I'm looking for the plan. I'm saying, well, where, you know, what's the activation? Where is it? All from that time on, I changed my lifestyle. I, I detoxed. I left all the dead things alone. I, I got out of a toxic relationship. I changed my attitude. Well, I already washed my hair. <laughs> Not your hair. And I just, and I, and I wasn't taking no medication but from the plants. I just lived in my life like it was golden and the creator, because the creator has a master plan, and I want to be in tune to that master plan. I would sometimes stand in front of his shop for hours because that was the only place that I felt like myself. And then I would, then it's in that same time that I heard the drum in, the, in Brooklyn, a drum was playing, and that drum pulled me to it, and I was standing just, I said, that's myself, that's me. See, this cleansing will get you to your natural African beautiful self. This cleansing will get you into your right mind. This cleansing will heal relationships. This cleansing will heal broken hearts and wounded, broke-down spirits. This cleansing will have the elderly become young and vibrant. This cleansing will give you a new mind and a new attitude and a new step in your walk, and it will bring you the prosperity, and it will give you the love of your people, and it will help you to heal your heart. So I can tell when somebody's really cleansing. Because when someone's cleansing, they don't, they, don't, they don't want to fight to destroy each other. They want to fight to come together. If you're going to have a battle, then fight to come together. Find a way to harmonize. Find a way to heal. So that's the, the gift and the treasure of the cleansing is healing your entire life, healing everything in your life. Those who are going to take this journey, we have a few days to prepare. So what I want you to do is to get your journal book, and I want you to write everything that you want to see happen for yourself and your relation. I want you to write down what you want for yourself mentally, what you want for yourself physically, what you want for yourself spiritually, what you want for yourself in relationships what you want for yourself in your home, what you want for yourself in your economic development. I want you to write the plan. The creator has a master plan, and that master plan is in the first people to create a new world of divine right order. We cannot wait for the allopathic physicians to give us the way. We cannot wait for the politicians to figure it out. We have got to take our healing in our own hands. 
Because if we take our healing in our own hands, our young people will not be in and out of jail like it's their second home. If we take the healing into our own hands, our people would not be going into mental wars that I visit people because they cannot mentally get it together. They're not at the mindset that they won't even heal themselves. But if we take this into our own hands and take it literally to the streets and take the wellness into our homes, then we would not be filling up the emergency ward like it's a, a, it's a stay overnight, stay at a hotel. We would be able to take our life and to transform our lives and be able to say this healing affirmation and make it real. This is an affirmation that I read in the Pertinuan Gear, and I said, oh, my. I will say it every day of my life and sometimes all day long because what a gift. It says who we really are. Golden our limbs. Blue, our crown, and emerald, our body. Mm. That is something for myself. I don't know about you, but see, that kind of affirmation from the ancients is something for my soul. When I heard that, I just was in such a state of gratitude to know who I really was and what I fight for with this healing every day. And why do I love to see people here because they're me? You're me. And when you can get well, it does something for me. It allows me to get more golden. It allows me to become more emerald. It allows my crown to become more radiant blue. And then I am in the divine plan that the Creator has, a divine master plan already laid out for us. But we got to come into that oneness and that awareness. And if you don't know what that plan is, then wake up in the morning at 4 o'clock. Be with me. It could be for 10 minutes or half an hour, I'll have the spirit move you. You see how deep it is? I'm not a writer. But I wrote Heal Thyself, but I'm not a writer. And I wrote The City of Wellness, but I'm not a writer. <laughs> what they call a writer. And I wrote the city, and I wrote Sacred Woman, A Guide to Healing the Fitness of Body, Mind, and Spirit, but I'm not a writer. And then I wrote Overcoming an Angry Vagina to Journey to Womb Wealth, but I'm not a writer. And then I wrote, Man, Heal Thyself, Journey to Optimal Wealth. I'm not a writer, but I'm a channeler. And I hear the voice of the Most High talk to me. And I go, I don't want to miss my appointments. When I have, well, you know you can get a divine appointment. How are you going to miss it? I've got to get up. If, if my divine appointment is at 4 o'clock, see, I didn't even realize it. I knew about it. I read about it years ago, that your melanin start, it starts strong around 3.30, and it kicks in strong about 4 o'clock, and it can carry you. And in that state, when you get up and that melanin is pouring out that super consciousness, you tap in. And if, you, and if it's clean melanin, clean blood, clean body, and you pick up, what messages do you pick up then? Of course you can think of a message like, you can help heal the planet. Yes, you can help women who can't conceive to birth babies at organic high frequency coming into this planet Earth. Yes, you can help to strengthen leadership in all the houses so that the houses are not divided unto themselves. Yes, you can clean up the people and harmonize all the people. And yes, this is our time, 21 days. This is a prayer. This connects with, I wrote out this to eventually submit this to um, our president at the time, you know, when he first came in. 
But now it's all public right. knowledge and send this power to the people. <laughs> it's all, it's all, now, this mm. not even on anybody else outside of us but us. Right. But if we can all Queen. say yes. Yes. Indeed. I, I have five minutes remaining to the live stream. I want to let the family know to okay. please join us on the phones. You can call in at 347-637-2135, 347-637-2135. I also would like you to know, I mean, would like you to let the family know that you will be in the building um, next weekend for the Father's Day event being put on by Common. Can you share that information with the family just in case some of the family doesn't join us in the overtime segment? In the overtime segment. Yes. Well, I'm right I here, Queen, if you would like me to. But thank you. I don't have the card in front of me. I mean, I can just do it. That's just fine. That's why I'm here to serve you, Queen. Um, without a question, family, it is going to be on and popping on June 16th, which is Sunday after next, at the National Black Theater. Oh, my goodness. After 25 years, 25 years after their divorce, Dr. Phil Valentine and Queen of Four will unite one time to heal the community. And it is a beautiful thing. Many, many that are in the conscious community were children of their spiritual union. And as a result, they have been left children of divorce. Many of us also have been children of parents during that 25-year time frame that actually had divorces. Nobody teaches children how to go through a divorce and how to love both parents equally and not place blame, and how to forgive each of them. So this will be a phenomenal opportunity for the conscious community, especially those that were right here in Brooklyn where everything went down, where they served, where they loved, where they gave their all to the community, both Dr. Valentine and Queen of Fua. So please come out to the National Black Theater at 2 o'clock. The tickets are $20 up until 3. That's the National Black Theater in Harlem. Um, the tickets are $20 up until 3. I know King Simon is almost completely sold out. So if you'd like to get an advanced ticket, please come by Nicholas Bookstore in Brooklyn, which is 570 Fulton Street. It's between uh, Flatbush Ave and Rockwell Place. Queen of Four also has her healing station there. So you can receive all of her books, all of her um, products right there inside of Nicholas Bookstore where you can pick up your ticket for this phenomenal, phenomenal event. If you have any questions or if you want to call in to order the 21-day uh, detox for the New Covenant community, we are open 24 hours a day now, 718-221-HEAL, H-E-A-L, 718-221-4325, 718-221-4325. And you can call 24 hours a day and order your 21-day uh, detox um, with the New Covenant Community family. You can also go to 2012 Stores, 2012stores.com uh, if you'd like to order it online. If you have any questions at all whatsoever, definitely give us a call at 718-221-4325, and we can get that shipped out to you the next day. Thank you so much, Red and Blue. And Red. Uh, indeed. Peace, yes. Peace, peace. peace. 
Honestly, I wanted to give a shout out to my mom. Peace, Queen. How you doing? Oh, son, how are you doing? I love you. I admire you so much. You're doing a great you know, job. Thank you. Thank you for raising the people, lifting them up. Much appreciation to you, and thank you so much for giving me the honor to to do my work holistically for our community. I truly appreciate it. I always want people to know that when trust somebody with your herbs, when you trust somebody to administer the Mm -hmm. tools that you need for healing, you trust them with your life. So I want people to know that I literally put my life in your hands because I trust you and I respect Mm. you so much that for me to sit down and say, you know, this is my healer. This is the person that I look up to. This is the person that I want to be guided by. When things hit the fan and this is my life, this is uh, what I am using to sustain me. I, I really want people to get the significance of what I'm saying. We are going to her as a whole community saying, we trust you with our life. So this is not small. This is big. This is huge. You know what I'm saying? This is significant. All right. Uh, when I say that she is our healer, when we identify as head of the crown, supreme grand womb maven, and also our minister of wellness, I want people to know that she has the credibility. She has the credentials. She has the proof. Okay. And, uh, she has the certified physician that has identified her her methodologies as proving to be uh, not only workable, but obviously healing people. But for me, I could just listen to her, convey her message, and just know that it is what it is. If you can listen to her and and say that you don't feel something, then that will only be the day because everybody else is feeling her. If I listen to her for five minutes, I'll be open. And it tells me whatever she's drinking, whatever she's consuming, I want to have the same thing. It's the same thing when you went to a club and you see somebody going in and you say, man, whatever the hell they take it, I would take it too because I'll try to escape my worries on planet Earth. It's the same thing that I get when I hear from her, but just on a higher frequency, on a higher scale, on a higher plateau of thought. And I want to also confirm to people that Queen of Four will also be there June 23rd for the grand opening of our headquarters slash bookstore. And that's at 11,000 South Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, zip code is 60628. That's 11,000 South Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, 6,000, oh, pardon me, 60628. We're having a private auction between 2 and 4 p.m., but the doors will be open at 1.30. We're having a private auction between 2 and 4 p.m., but the doors will be open at 1.30 for people who haven't registered online. They can print out the registration applications, okay, and they can bring it in that day and we'll be selling properties. And there's two registration fees, one if you're uh, applying for the ability or the right for us to give you financing. And even if you can, even if you don't meet our criteria for financing, based on credit, uh, we have a, a PCRN that we do give to make sure that you can't apply for credit. So even if your credit disposition isn't that good, we can give you a newly found credit uh, disposition so you still won't be ostracized or displaced as far as financing is concerned if you don't pay for the whole property at all. And we'll put the property, it'll be held in deed of trust until the assignment is complete, 
in which case you get the title for the property because some people ask, you know, does New Covenant keep the property after we buy it? These are some wild questions, but uh, if you feel like you must ask questions like that, we'll tell you, no, we do not own your property after you buy your property. We wouldn't do that to you. We don't do that. And the second we do it once, we'd be out of business because you're not going to let a black person get away with it once, though you let white people get away with it for thousands of times. So we understand that. So we're not going to do that to you. So bring a pen and a pad. 11,000 South Michigan, Chicago, Illinois, 60628. Uh, the theme of June 23rd's event after the auction with the doors will, where the uh, dissertation will take place at 4 o'clock extended. The theme is womb aesthetics and economic sovereignty. Womb aesthetics and economic sovereignty. And we ask you to participate in the resurrection of the sacred woman and the financial stimulus of our new covenant, new covenant community is to participate in the resurrection of the sacred woman and the financial stimulus of our new covenant community. Again, the theme is womb aesthetics and economic sovereignty. All right? Womb aesthetics and economic sovereignty. It's going to be a very powerful event featuring my mother, our goddess, the head of the crown, supreme grand, womb maven, queen of four our Minister of Wellness. She's the best. I don't want to take no more time from her. You can go to 2012stores.com. Of course, if you want to get the 21-day detox, we implore that you get with it. Don't wait to the next uh, equinox. Don't wait to the next uh, solstice. Don't wait. Do it now, and let's do it together. Uh, Queen or Elisa could definitely put down, when you get the detox, all the additional services that correspond with the detox upon getting it, there's a lot that they offer you. You will not be out there by yourself. We have many outlets and mediums for us to communicate with each other, so they can expound on that. That would be great. And if you want to join New Covenant, go to newcovenantplus.com, and as a no, you as an under hyphen, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T-P-L-U-S.com. Let's do it together as a community. Peace. Indeed, indeed, Polite. And I am... Um you are my brother. <laughs> Queen is my You're mother, and I am so very, very happy to be fully fortified and indeed. So just building on what you were sharing, yes, indeed, you are not just out there by yourself. Queen does not do what you stand um, at health food stores, which is just sell you a detox in a box. And I know for years, because I've gone through weight loss battles, I've gone through fibroid battles, all types of battles. And what I know is that I have bought kit after kit after kit, and then I get them home and I sit them down. The moment I open it up and it's nothing but a bunch of pills, they sit right there. And I consider that to be a wash because I'm not a person that's going to take a bunch of pills. So with that, Queen is giving you a total of six different formulas, but she's not going to just have you start taking them. Some of them are oils. Some of them are teas. I mean, it's just a mixture. Some of them are clays, and it's a clay that you drink, which is absolutely delicious, which heals you from the inside out. But before you even take the very first herb, Queen is going to make sure that you're fully fortified mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually so that you will be ready to go into your financial sovereignty. It is um, ridiculous. <clears throat> and my old teacher used to teach us that it is a travesty when you – when you wake somebody up and give them nowhere to go. So Queen is not just going to take you into a 21-day detox, but she is going to afford you the opportunity, especially for the sisters, 
to fully detox your womb. She's going to give you an opportunity to detox your mind. She has baths that you will take up until you receive your kit from the time you order it until the time it actually comes to your door. There are baths that you're going to take. You're going to be journaling so that you can start the detox process within your body. You'll also be getting different stones, different oils. She's going to send you, especially if you're in the New York area or anywhere near any body of water, she's going to send you to the water so that you can begin to release things. You're going to be hugging trees because these are going to line you up and get you prepared for what's going to go on in your body. Now, I can testify from personal experience, and anybody on here, many of you all are my Facebook friends, so you know my weight loss journey. It has been amazing. Um, I got stuck at um, about 180, between 180 and 170. Could not move out of that dynamic when I was living in Georgia to save my life. Um, eating raw foods, whole nine yards. So I stopped posting pictures. I had pictures from my heaviest weight up until 170, and then all of a sudden it just seemed like I fell off. I fell off because I was embarrassed because I couldn't lose any more weight, and I'm doing everything I know to do. So when the door opened for me to come to Brooklyn to work with Queen to be a servant at her feet, then all of a sudden the weight loss broke. So when I came up to Queen, I had actually um, gone from the 170s to 184. And so that was February 17th. Two or three days ago, but earlier last week we weighed me, and I'm now 158. I do the herbs that you all are going to be taking. Queen does the herbs that you all are going to be taking, and it's very important that you understand and realize that. Queen is going to be 60 years old this, uh, this August. Queen bikes six to ten miles a day in the mornings early. And I had not uh, planned. I planned to come here and be mental. <laughs> I still own and fully run my travel agency. And so I was going to work with Queen, had no intentions of riding bikes or doing anything like that. But when you are around a high-vibrating super being, super heirouette, that is when you have no other choice. So Queen woke me up one morning at 5.30 and said, Alicia, you're going to ride a bike. You don't tell Queen no. You say, yes, ma'am, receive. Now, she didn't know that I hadn't ridden a bike since I was 14 years old until we got outside, at which point I was like, Queen, I haven't ridden a bike since I was 14. And she was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Get on the bike. <laughs> Come on. And we rode, um, I want to say, almost 10 miles that first day. It built my confidence. It helped me to strengthen my body even more. And so by taking the herbs and doing exercise like that, you can drop the kind of weight that I have dropped, and I'm continuing. I have 23 more pounds to lose, and I'll be at 135, which has been my ultimate goal. And I am so very excited. I'm excited that because the work that we're going to be doing with the New Covenant community in conjunction with the health work that Queen is doing, the wellness work that she's doing, when you have your health and your wealth together, you are then able to walk in the realm of being healthy, wealthy, and wise. Once you are able to detox, those toxins are removing the blockages to your creativity. And so once you get once you get your kit, go ahead and order now. We are open 24 hours a day. If you have any questions, what 
whatsoever. No question is crazy, and we polite. You think you get some special questions? We get some very unique questions as well. Is Queen of Fool going to come to my house and prepare my meals? You know, so we want to go ahead and be able to answer those in love and uh, make sure everybody's clear so that we can get those ordered. You can order on the website, which is 2012stores.com, or you can call us if you have questions and you want to order, 718-221-4325, 718-221-4325. Queen has it set up that we're open 24 hours a day from now until June 21st so that we can take care of everyone. We anticipate at least 1,000 to 1,500 people doing this cleanse together at one time. It's very significant that it's going to be done on the summer solstice, which is the longest day of the year. So you're going to go start start your detox on that day. And in addition, every Tuesday for free, Queen is doing a two-hour session from 7 to 9 Eastern Standard Time starting on June 18th, ending July 9th. So every Tuesday, including the Tuesday before the detox, Queen is going to hold your hand and walk you through your detox process. Now, she actually did one. um, It was called the Spring Equinox Soul Detox. We had people calling in. We had sisters that were saying, because uh, every seven days you actually get a chance to do an e-testimony. We had one sister that said, okay, I lost 12 pounds my first day, and I, I mean my first week. And the factual thing I know about that, there are three formulas in there that treat your colon. And so it's not going to have you running back and forth to the bathroom where you can't work anything to that effect. But what it does, it softens the impacted waste that's in your colon. That causes you to lose one to two pounds a day worth of impacted colon. If you're familiar with Johnny Cash and Elvis Presley, when each of them were autopsied, they had over 35 to 40 pounds of impacted waste in their colon. So this is just toxins that they were just holding and carrying around. Same thing with fibroid tumors. That's just more toxic material in your body that you're holding around. Many of us have 140 or 150 pound toxic waste, and that's people that are attached to us that we need to do a relationship detox with as well. So without a question, go to the website so that you can be a part of this phenomenal event it's 2012 res, I'm sorry, 2012stores.com, or you can call us directly 24 hours a day at 718-221-4325. Thank you so much for the opportunity, family. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, we want to take some time to go to the callers. Of course, we have hands up in the call queue. The family is definitely in attendance. So, uh, with your permission, of course, we would uh, like to start taking some of these phone calls. You have my permission. Indeed. Thanks. Mm -hmm. All right. No further ado, we'll go to the first caller. Tonight on the line, I see a hand up from, let's go to the NYC, caller from the 347 Three four seven six eight seven three four seven. Call a peace. Peace, Lord. Just listening. All right, no doubt. <laughs> Let's go to caller from the five six seven five six seven six nine four five six seven. Call a peace. 
caller from the five six seven. I'm from the road state, what y'all? I'm from the road state, huh? All right. Let's go to caller from the four two four. Four two four. Two two seven four two four caller. Yes. Yes. Good. Good evening. Uh, are, do you hear me? Yes. Greetings. Yes. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I want to thank the Creator for this whole reality that we're all experiencing. Secondly, mm. I want to thank some of my elders that um, are responsible for. I think. Of much of what uh, Queen Afu has been speaking about tonight, Brother Polite, uh, Brother Phil Valentine is going to be visiting New York City, you know, for June. Is is this Mama Pill? Yeah, this is your mother speaking. (laughs) And I want to... I want to thank I want to thank some elders from Harlem. <laughs> I want to I want to thank um, first of all my father and my mother, uh, Grandpa Lloyd Thomas, Eric Thomas. I want to thank yes. him because without him, uh, I wouldn't have been able to like uh, really attract the kind of man that helped me bring forth the two the red pill and the blue pill. It was uh, it was your grandpa um, really awakening me to consciousness and introducing me to the a lot of the Garveyite elders in Harlem, Mr. Rogers, um, Dr. Ben, his friend from St. Croix, uh, Brother Samaj uh, from um, uh, Shrine of Ptah, uh and and many, many others. And there were, there were women, too, in the community, but I really... I want to thank the brothers, uh, Bob Law, um, Hotep Gary Bird, Brother Leroy Baylor, uh, Menelik, Azula. These were brothers in the community that really taught me um, history, taught me legacy, and taught me heritage. And um, even the brother, I believe, uh, what is his name? He's the raw food brother. Um, Arif. Brother Arif. Arif. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Samaj took me to meet him in the 70s, and he was he was one of the first brothers that um, when I went to his affair in Brooklyn, he was moving to Philadelphia, I believe, with his family and his multiple wives, and I had I had never really met anyone that was living a raw food life with multiple wives, but when oh, Samaj that's not Brother Aris. That's another family. No, it was Brother Aris. It was him. And, um, it was Samaj. Brother. Samaj <laughs> invited me to this affair, and I'm telling you, it changed it changed my my entire life. But okay. um, I wanted I wanted to say that um, I'm 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 57 years old or 57 young. And um, mother of five children, grandmother of 11, and maybe soon I'll be a great-grandmother because I have an 18-year-old grandson. But um, I just want to say that it's it's a joy to listen to Brother Polite tonight, um, knowing that works that I did, work that um, some of my, um, I would say ex-husbands did, and some of uh, some of the sisters that I've shaped my life with in the past. 
that a brother like Brother Polite, it impacted, the work we did impacted his life, you know, and helped him heal a, a disease that they call diabetes and, um, you know, just put him on the path that he's on today, whereas now he's able to help people because the healing that he got, the information, the tools, the modality, the methodology that he was given helped him be who he is today. So it's just, you know, it's just very fulfilling. And and I want to tell the family that those visions that Queen Afua was speaking about, the vision that Brother Polite is speaking about, all those things will come true for you. All you have to do is listen to those who've done it. Because I had a vision in the 70s. I had a clear vision in the 70s, and I used to get those visions very early in the morning because I was very distraught about what had happened to my community in Harlem because I grew up when drugs infested the community. And I remember how it was before the drugs came, and then I remember the the chemical warfare and the outcome of it. And I used to walk around and say, what is going to stop this? What is going to bring back family, unity, love, and compassion? And I had a couple of elders that set me down and told me what had to be done. And eventually I started seeing what had to be done, and eventually I met the people that were going to make what had to be done manifest. But I met them on, I didn't meet them in Harlem. I met them on the island of St. Croix where my people are from. So I went back home and I met him on the island of St. Croix. And everything I saw in that vision manifested with that man and his and his wife at the time, Ma'a and Sabi. Those things all manifested. So I say this to say, the other day I went to um, our office that we have here in California, and, and one of the things that our... Um, because we, we established the Ucha Herbal Research Institute back in the late, um, in the 80s. And so one of the amendments on there, or one of the mission statements on that um, corporation paper was that we were going to, um, we were going to build or we were going to create these satellite um, distribution centers in all the major cities, Detroit, Chicago, L.A., New York City, Atlanta, so um, I went to uh, actually it was it was today I went to the office in LA that we established in the 90s, and so I'm looking at a whole new generation of sisters that are now the consultants that are doing the consultation, administering the herbs. And um, today when I went, there was a guy there, and he was he was an AIDS client. So I was listening to her talk to him. And then I, it took me back to the 1980s when I did the same thing that she was doing today. So, you know, it's just, it's just very important, like I said, to manifest the vision. If you have it, make the vision happen. And as they were saying all night long, birds of a feather flock together. That's what the elder told me. So that's just meaning energy of the same frequency attracts. 
And that, those are the people that you work with to make whatever the dream, whatever the vision is, manifest. Because like I said, almost 30 years later, I'm coming full circle, and I'm watching another generation of sisters, healers, do what I did 30 years ago because someone taught me to heal myself because he got taught how to heal himself. And now that legacy, that heritage in the oral tradition is still continuing. Okay, so uh, I thank you, Red Pill. I thank you, Blue Pill, for your dedication. Your mother loved you. Your dad loved you. Your ancestors loved you. Your children love you. Your cousins, uncles, and everybody. Just keep up the good work. Keep that portal open so people like uh, Queen of Sue and Phil Valentine and Polite and King Simon and all of them can get the work done. Thank you, Mother Pill. That's right. Let Mother Pill know we love her too. Yes, we love her. And um, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just put. 